if I'm a superhero, I'm super fire, and my superpower would be super strength, because I'm fucking jocked, buddy. What's up? You say jock? Jock? Jock. Jacked? Not, not Jack. Jock. <laughs> jock with an O. What's the difference? What um, is the difference? Uh, I just watched the Pat McAfee show. They say jock instead of Jack. <laughs> so I kind of stole it from them. They just say, hey, man's man is prompt. He's properly jocked. Properly jocked, buddy. What's up, everybody? It's Dante here. Welcome to another episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. This is a Hold My Beer edition. I just want to let y'all know on something a little special here. I'm wearing it right now. This is a Hold My Beer t-shirt. If you don't have it, go get it at the roughneckspodcast.com. Use the code BEERS, B-E-E-R-S, to get a discount on this shirt. I'm telling you, it'll make you drink immaculately. Thank you. That's good. You've never had a summer ale? You know, the, the Oktoberfest? Oktoberfest? Uh, oh, my God. Reno, you're already ruining it. You're, you're, you can't. No, nah, we're trying those. I know. I'm just talking about how we already got our live. So now oh, everybody yeah. knows we have a guest. Oh, shit. I'm man. just kidding. We'll cut that out. Yeah, <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Roughnecks Podcast. This is episode 186, which makes this... What does it make it, Dante? What kind of episode is this? Drinking! A little Hold My Beer episode. And we got Dante here, of course, because, you know, he is the co-host of Hold My Beer. Dante, do you want to introduce our guest? Hey, we got a very special guest for you today. He is a massive individual, (laughs) the one football player, the one and only Reno Rita. (laughs) Hi, hi guys. <laughs> yep, that's the massive individual right there. <laughs> Reno is on a drinking episode. Here we go. It's, uh, you've just about done every type of episode now. You're catching up with Dante because Dante, mm-hmm. the only thing you haven't done is a regular guest episode, correct? Uh, I thought we figured that out the one time. Well, well, the all the sweaty one was a Q and A. So yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. So you've regular done a Q and A. You've done a. Well, I guess you haven't done a solo episode on the podcast, but yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll just leave Reno for those anymore. Dreams. Uh, oh, there we go. See, I just had Fast Friday. I didn't put my name or anything in it. Now well, you guys will have your own names in it, but yeah, we got we got three of us for this drinking episode. Is this the first? Th- this is the first three persons since what? Scott. Yeah, me, you, and Scott. Yeah, I still don't like you, Scott. Squat. We got we got beef from the volleyball tournament, buddy. Speaking of the volleyball tournament, <laughs> that's one of the things I wanted to talk about. How did it go? And you guys actually played in the tournament. How did it go from your perspective? You know, I think it was a it was a great tournament. It was a great turnout. So many people there. A lot. I mean, a lot more people than I expected originally, especially because it was raining. Even with the rain, I was yeah. I was expecting like three people outside of the tournament to show up and like people kept walking in and i'm like 
What the yeah. hell? Yeah, lots of people to watch it. Um, I'll say performance-wise for Team Sweaty, um, not up to par. Definitely not up to par. But, you know, we'll recover, we'll regroup, and we'll come back next year as Roughneck Volleyball Tournament champions. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you're sitting beside somebody that has their own team as well. So that's uh, and cool. They, they, did, they did beat us, too. <laughs> Our turnout was not <laughs> I, I came in way overcome. <laughs> you know, I got pretty much my entire volleyball squad here. We're we're gonna be we're gonna be just fine, and we lost four straight. <laughs> I'm like, dude, these guys are. Coming. My idea of it, I thought it was just about to be a bunch of teams coming together, drinking a little bit, having fun. Got out there, and there's teams that have probably won ships way other places too. So it's like, damn, yeah, we got our ass kicked, buddy. Well, it's like they came out. And we're still drinking and having fun, but they were like savages at volleyball. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> See, the, so the, some of the teams I think you played that you're talking about, they play at Newark Station, and that's how we are. Like, we drink at Newark Station, but like Thursday, like last night, we went into what, 25 22. No, this was two weeks ago. 25 22, 22 25, 16 14. Like, and this is how the games go all the freaking times. So like, and everybody usually by the end is feeling a lot of most people i'll say are feeling pretty good so they're used to just getting hammered and going out and playing volleyball yeah dude but, but i mean like the tournament was so it was so good it was so much fun like dude. i it like it blew my expectations out of the water like honestly like walking in i'm like you know there's just there's gonna be some teams here whatever but like the second i walked in i'm like there's tables set up there's the band getting <laughs> set up there's like every there's signs going up everywhere i'm like this is this is crazy. I think it went better than I expected it in my <laughs> yeah. own head. I mean, I I definitely downplayed it because I was, I was all I was thinking about was like everything that could go wrong, and like all I also kept thinking about. I remember talking. I was talking with my boss. We were talking at work. Like I think it was Friday. That's the day before. We were talking about it, and I was like, "Yeah, but it's supposed to freaking rain." And he's like, "So?" And I was like, "Well, that just kind of ruins the whole mood." And he's like, "There's nothing you can do about it." And I'm like. You got a point. Like I literally cannot do a damn thing if it rains, as long as it doesn't storm. That that was that was the only the nice thing is it rained, but it never like because when it thunders, yeah. it's like baseball. You got a thirty minute delay, and then it's like now people are annoyed. Jacob makes more money because people are drinking more, but like you, you just have those. You don't want to have people sitting around and waiting. Man, it worked out. The only thing that I'm gonna do different next year is either on the jumbotron up on the stage or um, a big ass whiteboard with everybody like it'll have like where people are playing what teams what court what time etc so that way because i feel like that was the biggest thing is like i had so many people like who when do we play again and you guys went out oh yeah we, start, we started a game versus the team we shouldn't have <laughs> and it was, yeah it was sierra's team that was supposed to be out there playing she was like is, i thought we were on court one at the, like next and i was like you are and she's like why are dante and them out there i'm like oh crap that's my fault probably i probably told them they were next <laughs> Yeah, we were just out there to have a good time, man. It was good. It was real good. But for that being the first Roughnecks volleyball tournament, killed it. Yeah, first Roughnecks event. Yeah, really. I mean, I set up recordings. That's the bulk of my scheduling and planning. And but yeah, it was better than I expected. Already working to set a date for next year because it will happen. This is hopefully going to become an annual thing. How do you feel about this? You remember how um in high school, like the captain's plaque. Every year, it would get passed down of the new captains. Imagine if you had a Roughnecks volleyball tournament plaque, 
and each like championship team would hold it for that year bring it back to the tournament and then the next team that wins get their name engraved they hold it type deal the only thing about or maybe just for you <laughs> hey you guys won i'm gonna put it on my trophy <laughs> the only thing about that would be if like say a team doesn't come back to play a second year or like this year i didn't know the team that won so like getting it back from him could end up being a yeah. hassle i don't know why i invited him man hey how cool was that yeah because he won yeah that's like one of my boys i went to college with and they were good yeah they beat Sears team in the championship. Yeah, it was just like, you know, I, I was putting the word out, and I put the word out a little too far and brought in some competition that <laughs> swept, swept us. But, like, but like how, how cool is that for you? Like, you don't even know these people, and they showed up to, to your volleyball tournament. Like, uh, that, there was like, teams that signed up that I went to her, and I was like, do you know this person? She's like, some of them you went to school with. And I think what happened, because I made a flyer with a QR, uh, you know, with a QR code, and I put it in, like, on the bulletin boards and stuff at Newark Station because they have three leagues there. They have Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and then they also have like open play on uh, Fridays, like boards tournaments where people come from all over just to play 4v4. So I think some teams saw the flyer and signed up from that. And I reached out to freaking probably 100 people and was like, hey, what are you doing uh, July 15th? You should make a volleyball team. And they're like, no. And I'm like, Okay, nice talking to you. I haven't talked to you in six years. Probably won't talk to you for another six. Dude, it was uh, it was Ray's birthday too. Like, he, was it really? Yeah, he spent his birthday at the Roughnecks volleyball Damn. tournament grinding. Well, that makes me feel better that he won. Sorry, Sierra. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was so worried about if Sierra won. I was like, people are gonna think this is rigged. <laughs> it's rigged like the NFL. Hot take. She's just a dog. <laughs> yeah, dog. Hey, she is. She carries our Wednesday and Thursday team. So. She has to carry people like me who suck. Dude, did you see me? Did you see me at the tournament? Buddy, I don't remember watching most of it. I mean, One, yeah, probably I was busy. Two, I, was, I may have been drinking. I mean, probably because we were out there for five minutes, got beat, and just left. Like, I mean, we, we weren't really out there for a long time, but it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, we have a crowd tonight. This is a first. Usually, and Sierra doesn't usually stand around and watch us this long. She must actually like me tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no, she doesn't like me. She just likes you guys, not me. It's all right. I'm used to it. It's all good. How it goes, man. Hey, as long as you keep doing the yard work. <sighs> she does going. a lot of it, too. She does a lot. I will say, because if I don't, she'll kick we'll get, my ass. We'll get you in trouble, Cole. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Dante, shut up. <laughs> uh, I know. I do need to mow. I haven't got to it. Uh. The other thing that we have in the works, should we announce it yet? I, I, don't, I can't give a date or anything, but something that we're working on, should we tell people about yeah. it? Yes. Yes? Yeah. Just to get the word out now? Yeah. have to. Golf outing. Golf outing. Reno is going to be a big help with this one. Mm -mm -mm. If you don't love golf, I mean, like, it's impossible not to like golf. The thing about golf is, like, you could be so bad at it, but it just takes one good shot. And you're like, oh, I'm in, baby. Like, like I'm addicted now. Because, like, oh, I want to hit that one shot again. Then I've, I've never reeled in, dude. Never. Need, I've, I've been to Top Golf. To, we need to take Dante. I've been golf. to Top Golf, but I've never been golfing. <laughs> never been golfing? Never. Golf is one of those sports, in my opinion, where have you ever seen the video on Instagram or whatever, where people will be like, 
I fucking hate this game. And they're like, you want to play again tomorrow? And it's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's crazy because Worcester, we had a golf course on campus that was free to students, and I never went. Oh, I would have oh went God. every single weekend or like any day. They're like, oh, I got out of class. I don't have class today. I'm going golf. I don't know why I didn't. I don't know. I don't know. College, all it, oh, like when we when we report for summer, we go to lift, conditioning, golf. Hey, I'm sleep, repeat. Behind <laughs> like, the times. My little brother's good at golf, but have you ever swung like baseball bat? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm. Oh no! I've been to Top Golf. Like I can smack, I can smack some balls, but I also shank them, and they always slice. It's always I slice them. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta play the slice and aim that way, and it ends up over there. That's what I do. I literally <laughs> aim like so far left, then it ends up going straight. Oh, you're gonna get addicted. You're gonna get addicted. Oh, what did I played the slice when we were in a golf? We played a golf outing this past weekend. Um, American Hero Hunt outing that is awesome time, and I was playing my slice not hard. But like I was aiming like to the left side of the fairway, straightest drive I've hit all day. This thing went dead nuts, like didn't come off its path once, and it was all the way on the other fairway. And I was like, that was like that would have been a beautiful drive if I just was Dude, aiming that. You had some really good drives. When yeah, you, I did not do that this that past weekend. That that might have been the worst round of golf I've ever played in my life. That was me last last week. I was putting really good, but I was also having those. Remember how, like, when we were in that outing, I had how many putts that went, like, hit the rim or just, like, went right beside the hole or stopped just short? I was doing that again, but I actually finally made a few of them at this past outing. That was the only thing I think I could do. The nice part, so she played with us, Sierra did. We used every one of her drives. I was about to say, isn't she, like, a dog at golf? Well, golf, the women's tees. Okay, what you see? Yeah, what, what, what is going on here? What can't you do? <laughs> yeah, she can drive and putt. <laughs> but she the women's tees are what, like twenty to thirty yards usually most of, depending on the hole. Yeah, like they're they're up ahead of the men's tees. Equality. So yeah, whatever. It's <laughs> <laughs> like not equal. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had her teeing off from the golds because I thought the golds were the women's, it's the reds. Yeah, golds are old guys. And I knew that. And 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 ladies. <laughs> oh, here we go. Canceled. Roughnecks canceled. Sorry. Right. Wouldn't be the first time. Actually, it would be. Don't you have to be popular to be canceled? Isn't that how that works? Well, you know, when, when we get popular later down the road, they're going to come back and listen to some episodes. Uh, like, if ah, if we get popular, one. episode number one needs deleted because it's me and Teddy back in 2020. Still college type me and teddy there were some things said in there that just i should probably just delete the episode. No, you gotta keep it you gotta keep it it's all that's uh, it we we've grown since yeah oh i definitely have at one point teddy I'll, I'll say it at one point teddy looks at me and goes do you eat ass and i was like teddy we already talked like this was episode one we already talked we're trying to make this podcast a little bit motivational inspire like not like motivation like where you're like a motivational speech but like we're trying to make it something worth listening to not just a comedy show and he was like yeah but do you eat ass <laughs> i'm like oh my god all right i'm done i mean here do you eat that's, a, that's a hot that's a hot topic right now man. <laughs> this was in 2020 i mean it's still a hot topic <laughs> dude i'm not answering this question <laughs> a lot of things to do too. <laughs> yeah the golf addict <laughs> yeah what about the golf addict yeah, we'll get there we're, 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 we're on it 
and it's me and Reno have been talking about some things. Uh, definitely got to figure out some more details, talk to some more courses. But looking like next summer, probably. I'm sure that's what I got to figure out too. Because a lot of courses book up like year in advance. Usually, like after you have an outing, you like after the outing, you book the next outing. That's what American Damn. Hero Hunt because they do theirs at Trout Club and. They usually book it. For, well, they usually they they tell them like, "Hey, we're keeping like the same weekend because like last year was August 14th. This year was August 13th. They're like, we want that like same yeah, weekend, so whatever it is. So okay, they'll, they'll be they'll be location wise. You think in like Pataskala though? Or it'll be eastern ish. Like, Pataskala, yeah, it, it'll take. be in uh, Licking County probably. Okay, yeah, most likely. I don't. I honestly don't even know all the golf courses in Licking County. I, I know. think there's one right down the road. Really? Can't play there though. That's a membership only. What is it? Only this guy's allowed to golf there, I apparently. Can't. What is it? <laughs> Canceled it. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I did. Well, not course. go enough? I just don't golf. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. go enough. Mountain like, builders. If I'm be paying oh. this, like, was it I, need to, I need to use it more. It was, like, not too bad. But there was, like, a quarterly expense. There was a monthly expense. Oh, like, yeah. They really try to bleed your drought. And I'm like, ah. Like I like golf. I don't love golf. You know okay. what I mean? Oh, you have to. So with that, could you like? So you pay to be a member there, and then you can go golf as many times as you want, essentially. Or yeah. do, you, do you have to pay for each round, or is it just cover it? No, so it covers it, but you have to pay like the cart fees. Okay, which are like eighteen bucks. That's not bad. But you gotta pay. You gotta spend so much each time you golf, too. No, so you have to spend like it was like two hundred bucks per quarter. Oh, okay, like um, every three months, but it, deal. But, like, the golf doesn't count, so it had to be, like, food and merchandise and, oh, like, wow. that kind of stuff. And if you didn't pay it, like, that's the minimum. You get charged that no matter what. So you got to spend So at that point, you're like, at least I'm going to buy something. Buy some golf balls. Yeah. And, well, because they have a pool there, so I'd take my, oh, or, like, I'd go golf in the morning because the pool opened at 11. I'd go golf around, and then my wife and kids would show up at the pool, and I'd just go to the pool right after. What a... So kind of where it kind of worked out really nice. What a business model, though! Holy moly! Yeah. Is that does Trout Club have that too? Because they have a pool there too. I would assume. Yeah. But I know you can. I think you can go play there. What was the first? Because this was the first like golf membership I ever did. Yeah. I didn't really know what to expect. One of my buddies was a member, and he's like, "You should do it." I'm like, "Okay." Like, it's kind of <laughs> the reason to go really golf. <laughs> but then we just didn't use it anymore. Like I'm just. Yeah, comes a point where you look at it and you're like, it's like a gym membership when you if people are paying for a gym membership and haven't gone in like six months. Right. I mean, I did that. I finally because I had one at Apex that I was like, I had when I came back from college and I was going fairly regularly, and then summer season started back up with work and stuff, and I got busy, made excuses, and just quit going. But I kept it for like th- all the way through winter, and then finally I was like. Why am I still paying for this? I go like maybe once a month trying to get myself motivated. And Dude, I go. Those subscriptions and like little things add up so quick. Like if you're not on if Netflix, you're not on Hulu, Disney stuff, Plus, all that kind of stuff, bro, just adds up. One of my buddies oh. is like a little, um, I don't know, financial advisor, give or take type of guy. And I went to him. I'm like, all right, like, what you got? Like, like give me some advice. He's like, first thing you're going to do is write down your monthly expenses. He said, and we're going to look at that first. He said, okay, why are you paying for this? Why are you paying for this? Why are you paying for this? He's like, what can you cancel? And I'm like, yeah, I can cancel that, 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 that. 
He's like, I bet you didn't even realize you're paying for all this stuff. Well, how many times were you making that list where you're making the list and then all of a sudden you go, oh, wait, I also have this. Oh, I also have that. Oh, yeah. You, or you you probably did forget about one that you don't know. That's why they you see them on Instagram. They make like apps that show you what all you are paying for. Like, hey, you have this reoccurring bill. But, uh, you haven't logged. It's also just creepy to me because it's like, hey, you haven't logged into it for this amount of time. And I'm like, all right, that's weird that you know all that stuff. But whatever. I've never used them, but I've seen like the post about them. Like they have apps that will literally tell you basically you're wasting money on this platform that you're spending money yeah, on. And then they have like then you can categorize it so you can see like ah oh, I'm spending you know this much on food, I'm spending this much on gas, I'm spending this much on subscriptions. Like it's that's crazy important. Yeah, like that's what crazy. What really important. gets you though is the free trial. Where you have to enter in your card information, uh, and then you don't cancel the free trial. That was the smartest thing every company yeah. ever did, though. Like, when Bastards. you think about it, they're like, it's a 30-day, 60-day free, free trial. Even for two weeks, 14 days, it's a 14-day free trial. You're like, oh, okay, cool. I'll remember to cancel that. And then, like, you look at your bank, and you're like, wait, why did I lose 20 bucks? And then you go look, and you're like, oh, my God, I forgot to cancel that. Like, I, I did it, so I bought adobe express i bought a membership the, i did the free trial just because i was trying to make a certain uh graphic for the podcast that i you had to have the upgraded version and i did it and i was like all right i'll cancel it and then it was like the day after that i finally remembered and i went and looked at my bank and i was like i had already went through i was like well i'm gonna go cancel it now and at least i have it for 30 more days and i'm like i'm using the crap out of this for 30 more days i can tell you that yeah, no, they definitely get you with that. Like I, the most recent one I get, I got hit with was Dropbox. Um, so just like with like content wise, trying to share it between like you can't send long form videos to anybody or the quality is completely fucked. Yeah, you text them and they suck. Yeah. Email takes forever and it'll be like right about to be done and then it's like can't upload file and you're like I just waited twenty minutes for this. Yeah, so Dropbox was the only thing that I could figure out and I had to buy like a it was like. 30-day free trial and i signed up i'm like oh we're golden and then i looked at my chase app the other day i'm like oh they just took uh they just took some money out of my account i didn't cancel that shit Dude, the yeah. one that got me was um xbox live oh yeah like i used to be like i used to game like pretty like pretty consistently until like i had kids and like that went away <laughs> and now it's just princess movies and oh, superhero damn. movies don't get me started i already spilled beer party fell uh, push-ups yeah <laughs> fine 20 i'll do i'll do some curls how about that <laughs> all right deal. <laughs> do, 12 ounce curls i get hit with these uh, xbox live sub, like subscription yearly thing and it's a yearly thing so like i'll get hit with it once and I'm like ah shit like, i forgot to pay the xbox thing and i just like don't go back and cancel it then the next year i'm like ah i just got hit with it again <laughs> damn yeah the yearly charge is actually like it's like a pretty penny yeah. too for the yearly that's <laughs> crazy I can't just call them. money when you uh, do the yearly subscription versus like a monthly or something. That that's see, they get the sneaky. companies are yeah, it's a sneaky way of making you forget, and then they're like, hey, well, we have your card, so we're gonna charge you anyway. Yeah, I mean, and then in the terms and conditions, it's like, well, we're not giving you a refund. You didn't cancel before yeah. your trial's up, so and you didn't read these terms and conditions. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, does anybody actually read this? If you do, you <laughs> might be a psychopath. There was one, okay, so Rogan, I guess, went down, like, the Facebook. A TikTok. Yeah, that's TikTok. A, that's TikTok. I was just about to say. Yeah. He went down that. But no. that's also Rogan having 
time to, and he wants to and know about it and be able to talk. Yeah, yeah. He, he can just weirds. Yeah. I mean, did you hear about all the stuff he found though? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's crazy. TikTok, it's like I want to use it because it is such a good platform to grow like a podcast or your music or that kind of stuff, but it scares me. It really does scare me. They can read your keystrokes. Crazy. They know exactly where you're tight, where you're pressing on your phone. Apps like, oh, dude, it's crazy. But also, have you, you watch Black, do y'all watch Black Mirror at all? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you, have you seen the new season with the Terms and Condition episode? No. Okay, I heard about yeah. it. Uh, yeah, Rogan talks season. about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's an episode that has, has related to terms and conditions and it kind of opens your eyes. It's kind of like, holy shit. Like I never, dude, I never, dude, when I got hired at my job, like we had a contract that we had to sign and shit. Dude, I'm not reading all of that. Like I'll, I'll, I'll read a bullet point maybe or two, but I'm, dude, I'm not going through 35 pages of just like, words so or I'm like so i'm getting a paycheck in two weeks okay yeah, <laughs> <that>. <laughs> or the uh bank like when you open a bank account i remember as a kid like they gave me this big packet of the terms and conditions and i was like i'm like 14 years old when i opened my first bank account i'm like but i ain't reading this and then i'm like why did i just get hit with a ten dollar charge and my mom's like you have this yearly charge that's in your terms and conditions and i'm like mom i didn't freaking read those she goes well maybe you should have i was like did you read them she goes no i just know about it because i got hit with the same thing but like even if you do read them is there a way to not consent to the terms and conditions like you know what i mean like yeah, you, you just you don't almost, get it yeah have, you almost have to you yeah. have to sign if you want whatever you're signing for you have to sign it because if you don't they're like you they're you like all it. right Go yeah. somewhere else then. What do you do? Like, well, I, hey, I don't agree with this part. Can we take this part out? No. no. <laughs> what do you do? You have to say that's true. That's they got you. They got you handcuffed at that point. It's, yeah. It's uh, it. Dude, yeah. Subscriptions and advertising nowadays, like everything's so sneaky. Have so y'all sneaky. Have y'all seen that new? Um, there's like a new TV company that said they would give away free TVs to everyone who wants them. But the TV, so it's like a 70-inch TV, but it has a bar at the bottom that will constantly run advertisements at the bottom. And it's free, but they, they will target you with, like, age-specific ads at the bottom. Oh, man. Yeah. No, that makes me think there's a camera in I mean, that bar. Probably <laughs> is. Probably is. Want to go down a rabbit hole real quick? I'm, I'm so, gonna, so, somebody I know. I won't say who it is. They work in, at an advertising company, and what their company does is other big companies will will um, like sign with them and say, I don't know, um, like if you're a big client of, just give me a brand, any brand. Nesquik. Like Nesquik. All know. right. <laughs> say say you're Nesquik, and you go in and you hire this company. What they do is anybody that goes to Nesquik quick.com right and you enter in like your email your phone or whatever they just like dive into all of your personal shit and then they now understand what what other websites you go to so if you were to go to like target.com you'll see a nesquik ad or if you go to like kroger.com you'll see a nesquik ad just to drive you back to their website like really? and they pay companies to promote those advertisements based off of your data okay that's <laughs> tell me what i i've seen that and i know i took a market like i was a marketing major in college or that's what i got a degree in so like 
I had classes on that, and like our professor has, he builds websites. One of the professors I had, and he would show us. He's like, I can go. He's like, I can tell you what exact website they left my web. Like, if you're on a website and you go up to the search bar and you type in a different website, go to it. I don't know if it's just like the subscription that they had with it or whatever, but it can tell you what website they like that user left your website for. So like if like uh, Amazon or something, say like it's Amazon, you can see, all right, they went and from Amazon looked at the price, went to Target and looked at the price or wow. something like like they can tell you that kind of thing. It, it's freaking scary. I want to know, though, if they can actually they're listening like with mics like they can hear your microphone because how many times have you talked about something never searched for it in your life that you can ever remember but you have ads pop up like the next day all, all the time, time. it's the time. that's scary to me like that's just freaky to think that you're sitting there talking about it. like there's probably we're i'm probably gonna get an ad for sam adams on my instagram tomorrow guarantee it mm. i guarantee it i i can and if it happens i'm gonna be sending you guys screenshots be like i fucking told you so they're listening see i took a i took like a media class in college that like supposedly they're not listening which i don't know if i believe that or not but supposedly they're so smart with technology nowadays they can predict your next move so like if in the next day yeah supposedly <laughs> i don't know see i, I mean I, i'm not an expert here I, they could be listening but like even like think about someone who is um like pregnant but doesn't know they're pregnant like mm -hmm. they'll have ads for like like pregnant woman like pregnant women ads that come up on their phone even though if they don't know they're pregnant so supposedly they can Dude, predict what? your moves and shit yeah <laughs> yeah that's just weird to me i don't know if i but, ever told hey, you guys well, but like you know what like fuck it dude like enjoy <laughs> my life you know? <laughs> I feel bad for the person that has to sit there and listen to me <laughs> I've said some fucked up shit at Xbox Live parties, dude. Let's go. Like, I'm not some terrorist or anything, so you ain't gonna find much about me. Andy Frisella says, like, I don't know if either of you guys listen to Real AF podcast. Andy Frisella, first form, it made the 75 hard challenge. Uh, but he talks about how when him and DJ text, he'll be like, what's up, motherfucking FBI agent, when he's texting his buddy, and then he'll talk about what he's going to talk about. But he's like, I know they're watching. I don't care. I want them to know I hear. I know they're there. But um, the other thing, I, I don't know if I've told either of you guys, I was sitting there one night. Sarah wasn't home. She was working or something. And I was just sitting on the couch watching, um, what's it called? It's the new golf documentary. Documentary, like the live golf thing. Yeah, whatever they. It's where players were. It was. I forget what it's called. Lap, best shot, something shot. Um, but I was watching it on Netflix. I've never looked it up on anything, and I'm sitting there scrolling through Instagram, and an ad pops up, or it, it, it said sponsored, so it's essentially an ad, and it was as I scrolled on this on Instagram, it was the exact point that i was on in the show within like a second of each other and like it was a reel and it was the exact and i'm like sitting there while watching it i'm like i took my phone <laughs> and was like no 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 like it was the freakiest thing i've ever had to have before. you um ever logged into netflix on your phone it's sierra's account oh okay i was about to say maybe it's just like connected like yeah but it's, yeah it's sierra's <laughs> account but that's like mine. that's the next step is that you know like us three being here 
Like it our phones, our phones know that us three are together. So now they know what you like, and they know what you like, and so now that's just going to start popping up on my phone, like stuff that you guys like somehow. It, it, it like, hey, hey, man, don't don't judge me, don't judge me on what pops up on your phone. Well, it's like me and Alex Smith send each other a lot of things on Instagram and TikTok. And, like, we'll send it. There's one thing we sent at the same time, but didn't realize we sent it to each other at, like, the same time. So, like, I just assumed, like, when I looked in the messages, like, oh, it's the thing I sent him. And I was like, did you see that thing I sent you? He's like, did you see the thing I sent I sent you that? And I was like, no. And we went back and looked, and we're like, wow, we sent that at, like, the exact time, which we have very similar interest. And so it, I get that part, but it's just, it's weird how, like, at the same time, we're looking at, like, the same yeah. thing. I don't know. It. It is a, it's a weird, the way phones and computers technology works anymore, it's a great thing, but it is also, in my opinion, a scary thing. Oh, yeah. I mean, even with the AI I shit. I just about to say, now yeah. AI. I don't know how I feel about AI. I'm afraid to use it. Did you see the, um, y'all, like, y'all both have Snapchat, right? Yeah. yeah. You know the Snapchat AI? I want to be able thing? to, I want yeah, to delete I've that. I've never used that. Yeah. I want to delete it. I don't, well, yeah, I you can't, you can't delete it, but it posted a Snapchat story by itself two days ago. It, it posted, it was just a, it was like a, it was a story of just like random colors and stuff. But I've actually like, dude, I've been like pretty drunk some, some nights and like <laughs> just started talking to this thing. I'm like, hey, <laughs> hey, can you send me some money? Or like, hey, how do, how do I make a million dollars? I just sleep. I don't have anybody to talk to. But I, um, I chatted to it. And I was like, hey, did you post that story or did someone else? And they're like, I didn't post no story. <laughs> or I didn't post the story. And I was like, I mean. I, someone posted a story on your account and the thing was like oh it had to be someone else and i was like i mean it's your account so someone posted it. i just literally got into an argument with this ai bot. i've also seen a thing like a kid was talking to it and it was like asking to play or something and then like the ai was like asking for the address like what's your address and i'm like and there because i saw it on facebook and i was like that's that's that freaked me out like if my kid was like mom dad what is this i'd be like nope you're done with snapchat like absolutely not nah dude i feel like when when like when the day comes when like i have kids and stuff i'm gonna take the approach that your parents did with you where you didn't have you didn't have that shit in front of you all the time until you could not I mean maybe not until you could buy your own but like dude young kids like all these ipad kids and shit like i feel like it's just like I mean, I know I get stuck on my phone constantly, but like it like melts your brain a little Dude, imagine, bit. You get stuck for like forty five minutes on them, reels. Imagine if we had them when we were freaking twelve. Dude, yeah, I couldn't. Dude, my my kids now. Yeah, like I swear to God, every time they have their like a, like because they have like little tablets mm-hmm. just in case we're going on like vacation or yeah. something. Right. I'm not saying they're a bad. Thing. No, no, no. They're like it's good. Honestly, just throw them a tablet so we get some shit. <laughs> right. you, know what I'm saying? you need the break. But every time that they have them, they it's the worst day. They turn into monsters, like monsters. I can't stand those <laughs> things. And when they wake up and they're like, "Can I have my tablet?" I'm like, "Absolutely not! Like, not a chance you're getting that thing right now." Well, like, my one sister does a thing. <laughs> my my one sister does a thing like where they have to do like they have a chart or whatever and, and they have to like fill up their chart of like chores or whatever it is before they can have their tablet oh, which i'm like all right like it makes them earn the reward but like it's scary like that's i mean 
I feel like we kind of did it maybe when we were kids, like video games. And that's what I was going to say. Like, dude, I would play hours on hours yes. of like Halo, uh, <laughs> like Call of Duty. Modern hours, Warfare 2, bro. the best one ever made. My parents are like, hey, like it's, it's dinner time. I'm like, damn, I started this when I woke up. <laughs> dude, I have almost 3,000 hours into a dinosaur game called um, Ark Survivor. Ark Survival dude, Evolved. Playing that I still play school. I still play <laughs> I definitely still play it, but yeah, I got I have like almost three thousand hours into that thing. Yeah, imagine, dude, if you're getting paid ten bucks an hour, three thousand hours—that's a lot of money, right there. <laughs> like, that's a lot of money, even if it's just ten bucks an hour. Yeah, it's true. That's, that's what thirty bands. Yeah. Wow, I missed out on thirty thousand dollars. <laughs> well, how many days is thirty thousand? Or what, what do you say? Thirty thousand. It's like, dude, it's like. I'm pretty sure it's like 200 days or something. Well, then 30,000 really ain't that much. You sure. know what I mean? Yeah, it's not that much. 125 days. Oh, okay. Ah, well, all right. 125 days. I did that right. 3,000 divided by 24, right? Yeah. 30 years. So you can make 90K a year, I guess. Wow. But that's no, like, weekends. That's yeah, no nothing. Sure. That's working Hundred and twenty five days divided by eight hour days. So that's oh wait, no, I did that wrong. Three thousand divided by eight. We'll say if you work like or did it for eight hours eight a day. Three hundred and seventy five. So about a year. So a year's just over a year, because what is it, three fifty? Three sixty five. Three sixty five. That's what I don't know why. <laughs> and that's working every day. Yeah. Eight hours a day. Wow. But then well like some of these dudes on whatever the is it switch Twitch. or twitch? Twitch. Yeah. They're making like like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Just sit so. there and play video games. I'm not gonna lie, I get caught on some of the dudes on like TikTok that uh like one of the guys that does the the Call of Duty like prop game where you like you're a prop and you go oh, hide. Yeah, you make yourself like a bench or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I watch his just because he's funny. Like when it pops up on my stuff, I I usually I and then I'll like sometimes click on his page and like go uh, get caught in the endless scroll of just watching him do it. But he's just. He's so funny when he talks about it and stuff, so that's why I watch him. But, like, that dude, he became, like, he probably literally sits at home, plays video games all day, yeah. does and just does nothing but make content, like, it, TikToks, Instagram Reels, and plays video games and makes Hoping money. guys like you sit there and watch them. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the first person that I noticed about was, like, Ninja, when yeah. I was super into uh, Fortnite. Yeah. Dude, he made, I mean, he's, like, I still watch him sometimes when I'm working at home just because I'm bored. I'm like, hey, I need something in the background while I'm, like, doing work. But he doesn't get that many, like, viewers nowadays. But back in the day, man, everybody was obsessed with Ninja. You didn't even have to play to know who Ninja exactly. was. Everybody knew who And he, he made so much money. And nowadays, I think Twitch is more turning towards, like, just people streaming, like Kai Sinat. Mm-hmm. Um and then uh, I show speed. He's from Ohio, actually. There's a bunch of guys, like NBA guys or NFL guys, too, that I think yeah. do a lot of streaming. Mm-hmm. But. And there, I feel like a lot of athletes now are transitioning to podcasts. Like yeah. uh, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey. The There's this funny. New Heights mm-hmm. podcast. I like that one. Um, and then Pat Bev has a podcast with some Barstool. Um, like, it's sponsored by Barstool Sports. And then... Um, I don't know. Ben Roethlisberger has a podcast too. Did he start one? Uh, yeah. I hate Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm a Steelers fan, uh, but I mean, I, I could, I could see it. You want to know my Ben Roethlisberger story? Yeah. 
right. So I played in the in the Big Thirty Three uh, football game. So it was like thirty three from Ohio versus thirty three from Pennsylvania. Okay. And we played a game in Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania, Hershey, Pennsylvania is where we played. Like Hershey, like Hershey chocolate. Yeah, yeah. So it was like it was literally like the chocolate factory, like Willy Wonka shit. Right. Like, <laughs> so Ben Roethlisberger, he was the keynote speaker, and so he came to one of our practices, and our starting quarterback, ended up going to Michigan State, was like he had the ball and he's like, hey, like can we can we throw? And Ben's like, sure, you know, let's throw. He, he went to throw the ball to Big Ben, and ben, Big Ben just, like, ducked out of the way. He's like, I don't, I don't catch balls. Like, my ball boys catch the balls for me. And we're like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you're here with high school kids. Like, what are you, what are you we doing? We don't have ball boys. Like, what are you yeah, doing? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, okay, like, whatever, you know. Like, sure. Wait, he's still, is he still playing at the time? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that like prime, prime Big Ben. I, I, <laughs> I get maybe not wanting to fuck up a finger or something, but still, yeah. like, like, why are you always going to launch it at you? You play catch with a, a high school. You play catch with your kids in the yard, I bet. So why are you complaining? Yeah, about he said he's an NFL athlete. If he can't catch a football, how that the hell he looks like an NFL athlete? I am sorry. He never looks like an NFL athlete. Well, and then we go into the cafeteria, like, afterwards. Like, we got some, like, like buffet stuff. And he's like, like we're wa- like we're watching him. We're starstruck by this guy. We're watching everything that he's doing. Like, what is he eating? Should I eat that? What is he drinking? Maybe I should drink that too. Like, you know. And and he walks up. He's like, looks at it. And he's like, I'm not eating this shit. Like verbatim says, I'm not eating this shit. And then just like kind of like goes out to the corridor. Comes back with like bags of food for himself. I was Damn. like, dude. All right, strike two, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I will never root for you again. Like, That's what disrespectful. A, what a horrible way to. Ah, it's I, okay. Reno also hates Ohio State, so. Ohio State. You'll have to listen to Reno, our, our uh, duo episode that just dropped today. I mean, yeah. I mean, when you play, when, like, if you actually, like, if I would have played against Ohio State, I would probably hate them too. But uh, wait till you listen to the episode. It, 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 it like will make the game it. and the actual plays and the atmosphere awesome. Everything else ugly really yeah that's what makes me hate it like locker room situation all that i, I won't give it away you gotta go listen, go listen to reasons rant 13 and you'll you'll uh you'll hear about it because i had to ask i had to know why it still it still irks you to this day it still does and even like in some of the pro guys who, who would come in and you know speak like an edelman and like josh cribs and um those type of guys, it's like you see a totally different side of them that it makes you respect them or totally hate them. Like Josh Cribbs, love that guy. I will root for him forever. Whatever he does, he's he's like I'm I'm with him. Julian Edelman, anything that he does, fuck that guy. <laughs> really? I hate that guy. <laughs> really? I'm. I hope he listens to this episode. <laughs> I hope he does. Edelman, I like you. You can you can come on the no, podcast. No, 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 we didn't set up a celebrity boxing match. This is great. So, like Julian, he went to Kent State. So he was a uh, keynote speaker. He was another. Or we had our homecoming parade. And he was the what, uh, the grand marshal for the homecoming parade. And so before the game, he came in, gave like a speech. Like, it was good. You know, I could, I'm like, he's, he's a little cocky, but, you know, that's fine. Like, you need a little bit of, like, 
you need to be kind of an asshole to be like excellent you gotta know you're the shit right right and like he he knew he was the shit and like he was the shit he was really fucking good at football like Mm -hmm. i will never take that away from him but then after the game like we lost and so we're out at the bars like after the game and we see him out we're like dude it's edelman like let's go say what's up so we go up and um like reference my roommates were there's six of us it was me who's offensive line our starting tight end, starting quarterback, starting long snapper, starting kicker, and starting punter. Okay. So just a mix of guys. Yeah. So we walk up, we're like, what's up, dude? He's there with, like, his posse and whatnot. And then um, he just, like, looks at us. And he's like, fuck you guys. How could you lose that fucking game? And then uh, my buddy was the first one to introduce himself, who was the punter. So hey, you know, I'm the punter or whatever. And he's like, fuck you. You lost that game for us. I return punts all the time. Here are pieces like just going in on our punter. I'm like, dude, I think the punter's the last person who loses <laughs> yeah. us this game, bro. The punter gets out there like four times a game. And like our, <laughs> and our punter, like, and he was our punter was a two time all state receiver, like just crazy athletic, faster. He ran like a four three as a punter. And and he's kind of a high head. Like he doesn't take like he's just like, don't disrespect me kind of thing. Right. So we're all just like in shock. And we don't we, like we just we're dead silent. We're like, ah oh, man, like like that 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 hurt, like that hurt. So him and his posse walk away, and we're just kind of standing there, like, did that really just happen? And then um, the punter looks at us, and he's like, nah, nah, and he goes running. No <laughs> way. Back at him. He's like, I respect you, like you know, like I have so much respect. For you. Like, I got none of that left, and they just get like face to face about to duke it out. And like in the back of my mind, I'm like, we got nothing to lose. He's got a lot to lose. Like, I mean, we, we want to throw it out. I guess we, I guess we got thrown out with two. Like, then his buddy's like, yeah, what's he like? Like, he's he's just drunk. He's just drunk. Don't worry about it. Like, like he doesn't mean that stuff. I'm like, it's been said, man. It's been said. And so he, just he's going out at, at college bars. At like his, he knows at that, his school exactly. His alma mater. Like, dude, he's and, disrespecting the team. Just, I mean, dude. You lose games, okay? Yeah. That's a part of the sport. Like, I don't know. That's that's pretty fucked up. It's it's it sucks. Like, it sucks is really what it is. Should it's, just ask him like, what happened in that Super Bowl you lost? Or like, did he? <laughs> well, he lost. Like, well, you in the NFL? Like, <laughs> yeah. for him, I'd be like, okay. Like, yeah, got <laughs> someone you look you look to as your idol too. You always look up to someone who like, especially any NFL player. It doesn't matter if they don't touch the field if they're practice squad if you made it to the nfl you're elite so like yeah i don't know that's ridiculous more, i can't believe that we're just more disappointed like we're just disappointed like dang like he's he's someone who reps like our school we can brag like oh hey julian edelman went to kent state and now we're just like disappointed we're like yeah he's kind of he's kind of a dick right and like you know we don't really like him that much yeah like yeah well julian edelman right there right he's like, yep. oh, what the he did. State? it's like oh, well, i mean julian edelman did so, I don't know. Just left the bad taste. I like don't like again. Don't get me wrong. Awesome football player. Yeah. Oh, uh, so good, so good. Elite, elite for sure. But and that's like Ben. You can't take anyway. Like oh, football yeah. wise, you can't take. Like, did, did he suck sometimes? Yeah, probably because Dante was watching. But <laughs> I'm only saying that because Dante's peeing right now, so he's not actually on the mic. <laughs> but like, you can't take anything away from people's football skills. But 
it can turn you off to a person a hundred percent with yeah. how they act and carry themselves. And, like, and I think that's what happened. I like of another celebrity like Conor McGregor. I think because mm-hmm. everybody loved Conor McGregor at first, and then you started people being like, eh, eh. And like you always got to give people the benefit of the doubt. Yep. And I'm like, all right, maybe they both just had it. Like it was just a bad day. You know, maybe they just said the wrong thing. Like, they're not perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. So that could be it as well. I give them chances, but then I, like, watch some interviews and then, like, the whole Big Ben scandal thing. And then, you know, then I see, you know, Edelman doing certain commercials and I can just, like, see it. I do some of his interviews or I watch some of his interviews. And I'm like, all right. Like, it I think, all I makes think it's kind of true. It, yeah. it's, it, it's definitely something that's uh, reoccurring. So speaking of NFL, the fantasy football. We are going to make the Roughnecks Fantasy Football. Sorry, this is an invite-only league. But we do have to figure out the details because we have not drafted yet, and it is... Sorry, we're changing changing drinks over here. I'm just sticking with my best life for right now until we get to the best segment of the Hold My Beer episodes. But is that the grape one? Yeah. That's the best one. That's the Snoop Dogg flavor, Great. isn't it? Yeah. Death Row. Death Happy Row Record. Dead Death Row Records. Do you know, uh, are you familiar with the Nelk Boys at all? No. I wasn't either. Um, it's it's They're like content creators from Canada, but uh, this is their seltzer, and it's it's good. It's like it is perfect... one of the most refreshing. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Not what you're expecting. I don't know what I was expecting. It's not too much flavor. It's like the perfect amount of flavor to keep drinking. It's dangerous. Yeah. Very dangerous. Yeah, I drank twelve of these while cooking burgers on the grill one day, and I was, I was. <laughs> we're sending in the Snapchat group. How does it take you to cook burgers? Oh, I drank probably twelve of these in probably about an hour. Dante's like, shit. I didn't even start the grill until like the fifth one. It's like perfect fit for me with Happy Dad. Yeah, there you go. So they have Happy Moms too. Oh, and they're raspberry flavored. Hey, Britt. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Man, she likes raspberry. Like them, but uh, the fantasy football league. What we got to come up with, which we'll talk about, we're gonna do a buy in, I think, is what we talked about. We won't talk about that right now, but what are we gonna do? I think we need to, what does the winner get, and what does the loser do? We do a consequence, dude. I think, I think the fantasy consequences are so funny, but I would hate to to be that person. It's one of those, like, we're all making it, like, yeah, that would suck, and then we're like, wait a second, that might be me. That could potentially be, like, I could potentially be that person. In my my big league, our um, punishment is we have to get a a license plate um, frame or whatever Mm -hmm. that says, like, I suck at fantasy football or something like that. Damn, okay. That's that's like a whole year punishment, too, right? Oh, yeah. You have to wear it for the whole year? Well, we had one where the guy uh, a couple years ago had to wear a dress to the casino. We all went to the casino and he wore a dress. Wow. Ooh. And he did it. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. How many people asked him? Did people come up? Oh, well, the- he had to wear a sign on his. Oh, uh, that's like, it. Like, yeah. So he probably had people over there like. That's funny. <laughs> no, that's, that's a good idea, too. Wow. So I found this thing on Instagram, uh, which you guys may have seen, but it's called. Uh, what's it called? I think I sent it to myself to save it. But you can make like 
I think for the winner, they have like trophies or belts or stuff that you can buy. I think the belt would be. I cool. think a belt. So like, if you win, you like get the WWE belt for the belt. whole year, and then like <laughs> next year we can like do a maybe an in-person draft, and like the person's gonna walk in with the belt. Dude, so, an in-person draft podcast. That's a potential. Oh. We have a very limited time to set this up this year. Oh no, no, I'm talking. You said next year. Next year. So, yeah. Next year. Yeah. yeah. Right. This year, I say we just do the virtual draft and yeah. just get it done. Especially since the first games are coming up quick. Um. So yeah, I think we do a virtual draft this year, but next year I think that's a good idea. But I think, do we think a trophy or a belt? A belt. I think the belt is a better idea. I think a belt. That would be sick. Thick. If you could get the the rough next, I want to get the rough next bowl right oh in the middle of it. God, that'd be so, dude, that'd be so. I used to love WWE. That was my shit, bro. WWE was my shit. Me and me and Tanel, we've been to like, uh, I think we've been to two live WWE matches. Saw Undertaker or Undertaker, all of them, bro. Oh my god, that shit was so lit. But yeah, a belt for fantasy champion. A belt for the champion. Um. But that's what I wanted to ask, too. Like, do we do the buy-in? Um, does the buy-in pay for the belt, or do... I'll cut this part out. Or do I pay for that out of the Roughnecks account? Buy-in, pay for the belt? Buy-in, like, 50. 25 goes towards the belt from each person. 25 goes to the winner. Do we do a winner, like, first, second, and third? Or first and second get prize, like, money? So we split that up somehow? I don't know, dude. I'm in I'm in a league that has a hundred dollar buy in, fifty dollar buy in, twenty five dollar buy in, and I think all of them are like winner takes all. Is that how your league is? Do you know, like we do top three? Top three money. But because I was thinking yeah, of but if we only buy in, we only have five people. Winner takes all. Yeah, but I think we may end up. I, I want to do what eight to ten. Yeah, if we can get eight to ten, yeah, that's perfect. And then I think we can cut down the cost a little bit. I think. Third should get their buy-in back if we do that. Third should get their buy-in back. Second gets, like, right in between. First. And, and then first gets, like, the money. And the belt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, my, my personal opinion is that the buy-in should be higher. Because if it's, like, you know, a $20 buy-in, it's, like, you know, you, you don't necessarily, like, care you, you can like kind of take, yeah. take the get, back like, seat. What yeah. do you? What would you get? Whereas like, if you throw in 100, 200 bucks at something, you're like, I, I need to make I a trade. Like, like, who's on? Yeah. Like, what's my waiver? Like, where am I at on the waiver list? <laughs> but I, I think for, for the first one, we should. Uh, well, we had first, a, this year. Why don't we go like twenty five? You guys think that's yeah, good? No, twenty five buy in this year, year, yeah, and then keep increasing it. Next year, maybe we go up a little bit and increase the odds. Increase in, one, the... in one of my fantasy leagues, um, the commissioner had a great idea, bro. Is like you increase the buy-in to like, I mean, nothing crazy. Like we're not doing a thousand dollar buy-in, but something enough to where you can take some of that buy-in money to plan a trip for the draft or for the championship game. To where like we all get together, the whole league gets together. And it's together for that championship game or the That's draft. Cool. Oh. That would be that like that'd be sick. That is that actually not scary. a bad idea. That's a really good idea. I also had another idea that just popped in my mind. You put in you have twenty five dollars is the minimum that you can put in. It's almost like betting. You can put in more. Oh, you can hedge. You can hedge your bets a little bit. You can, and if you win, you get more back. Like little side bets. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> so like so say. I'm like, all right, I'm only putting 25 in. 
Dante's like, I'm putting 100 in. <laughs> so say, I win. I only get whatever percentage of the money that I put in. Like, you kind of figure out some math thing. I'd have to actually sit down and do it. But, like, I'd only get us, I'd get a smaller percent than if I'd have put in 100 bucks. Mm. And then the rest of the money kind of gets divvied up or put in a pot for the next year. But if Dante wins, he gets a good payback because he put in more money. Hey, man, you haven't seen my DraftKings account. I'm telling you right now, I'd be betting, buddy. <laughs> I'd be betting. That's something that we could work on. Maybe not this year, especially since the fact that, like I said, we, we yeah, cutting it closer on time. Just be real quick. No, but, yeah, I think, like, we should we should make a league, and we should keep it going year after year. Oh, I agree. And that, dude, I love fantasy football. Like, the worst is when I freaking wake up on Sunday, and then I get busy, and then I'm like, Oh crap! I forgot to set my lineup. Yeah. Like, oh, of course, this person's on a bye week, or and this are my backups already playing, so I can't even freaking sub. Mm. I, I think the beauty of fantasy football is like I'm a football fan, man. I I live, breathe, bleed football. I love football to death. But like, obviously, you're not going to watch every single NFL game. But with fantasy football. You pay a lot more attention. Exactly. You'll watch. You'll watch that game. That like, eh, I don't really want to watch it, but I'm gonna watch it for this one player, and I love that man. That's what I've been like. Me and Sierra have been out to dinner or something, or be over at her parents' house, and I'm like watching a game like real intensely, and she's like, "You don't even like that team," and I'm like, "I know. I have one of their players on my fantasy team, though. <laughs> I really need that receiver to catch this touchdown." I was at the Browns Bengals game last year, and I had Jamar Chase on my team. <laughs> and, and like like of course i want the browns to win because i'm a browns fan and then um like at the game like every every catch you give out yeah, that's three points right there baby <laughs> like, <laughs> but it, it does make you pay attention a lot more yeah and you watch more teams and you want and then mm-hmm. like then you start understanding like the full scope of talent throughout the nfl oh, because yeah. uh, I, I think it's great, honestly. Seven hours of commercial-free football, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. Shit. What's the consequence? Oh, yeah. We need to think of that. And, like, how hardcore. No, if it's a 25, I don't think it should be that hardcore. No. Yeah. We should keep it slight for the first year. Don't We don't want to scare anyone off. I kind of do like the uh, the license plate thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, that is because that's not very expensive. Well, what about to a do. what about a bumper sticker? I thought about a bumper, a magnet. Oh, yeah, uh, so that way, like, yeah, it's not nice it doesn't magnet. mess anybody's car up or anything. But a magnet that says "I suck at fantasy football," yeah. where I came in last place, and fan- like something like. Oh, that. How about this? How about this? A face tat. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that was one of our punishments. Uh, whoever won the league, the loser had to get a either their signature. A stick figure of them, or like their initials or something tattooed. No way! That yeah. that is a good punishment too. I lost that year. Did you get it? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all can call me whatever you want. I'm not getting it. You, you have tattoos though, don't you? Yeah, I got a bunch. You have, you have a nice, like, big chest tattoo, don't chest you? Chest piece. Yeah. I got one running down my back. I heard you guys talk about that in the Q and A um, the other day. Yeah, where's the where was your most painful one, dude? And like I was hearing Jake saying they did they didn't hurt at all. <laughs> oh, he's he's different, dude. Listen to me when I say my back because like the back piece I have runs straight down my spine. Ooh. 
That was the second worst pain I've ever been in in my life. I can't imagine. Like, and and it was like spur of the moment. Honestly, I wish I wouldn't have got it. But really, whatever. It's there, so like I'm gonna own it. And they they had me literally hunched over in this chair, and like they literally hunched. It took six hours just going. The the outline I thought was the worst. The The outline's always the worst. The shading I thought wasn't that bad because it's like kind of a brush stroke here and there the outline dude i like i'm sweating i'm like this can't and it because it was down my spine it felt like it was like coming through my chest Oof. and like all my it was awful yeah. awful i could i couldn't believe how bad like it was because i had my whole chest done my whole yeah. like I, my ribs everything done those weren't like they weren't that bad like they like a little pickle here and there but the back i'm like this fucking dude this is way different here the amount of nerves you have like right in that area on your spine though it's i i will never get a spine tat probably i don't know i'm i'm definitely tatted like i've gotten a lot of tattoos but spine tat dude it would like vibrate up my throat you know what's like, weird every time though they is the bone would come up like my throat it think of how steep like that's a big popular thing for like chicks spine Just tats spine? Yeah. yeah like ha- like not not saying anything against like or whatever but like we talk about it like it it would absolutely suck and like hey, how many girls do you know that have i mean spine tattoos spine tats are pretty sexy no cap i fucking love tattoos on girls yeah oh i agree dude i i tell my wife all in case she wants she wants a sleeve i'm like bro you gotta get a sleeve yeah, yeah, yeah. that shit hey, is, get that, that shit. shit like that shit right there oh yeah hundred percent eight or nine but they're all like very like somewhat small and she really wants me to get my sleeve i want to get a sleeve down my left arm and then maybe a half sleeve on this arm but it's i I think sleeves i I won't say they look good on every girl correct but the most of them can pull it off yeah man and and so i tell people like go to somebody who's got a wait list Yes, that's, oh, yeah. that's the artist you want. Yeah, don't, you don't just go walking into a tattoo parlor and be like, "Hey, got any openings?" I'm like, "Sure, yeah, come on." And like, they're just gonna fuck up. Crazy story, bro. My first <laughs> tattoo ever. My first tattoo ever. It's on like Memorial Day when most tattoo shops would probably be closed. My mom takes me to this place like downtown Columbus. The tattoos artist name's Chicken. <laughs> All right, that's sign number one. All right, so, so oh, sorry, that's sign number two. Memorial Day is sign number one. Chicken's sign number two. So we 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 pop in this. I'm not 18 yet, so she has to like sign for me and stuff. We pop in this tattoo parlor, and he's sleeping in the back. Stop it. Sleeping in the back. Right? Sign number three. <laughs> sleeping in the back. They wake him up. He pulls up, and then he gives me a tat. This is this is my first tat right on the inside of my arm here. Like it's super simple. Like you can't really fuck that up. But like, dude, you're sleeping and memori- <laughs> Memorial Day, bro. Well, like, you probably would... hung over from the night before partying. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I. I definitely have had drank at that point, but I wasn't. I wasn't drinking to the to the point where I like I I, I drink nowadays, you know. But yeah. not like back then. I definitely wasn't drinking like I am now. So, but yeah, first tattoo, not bad. But if I would have asked him to like do this tattoo, oh, he would have. Fucked it up. Yeah, let, me, let me see some of those. Oh. The eye is very detailed. That is. Yeah, the eye is fire. I got it right over here in Newark. Really? Uh, Dark Woods, yeah. And this one. I got an Empire. Because I had a guy up at Kent who did all mine, and then he moved to Atlanta. I'm like, okay, well, I'm yeah, not going to Atlanta. Yeah, I'm flying to Atlanta. <laughs> that, that's a, the waitlist thing, though. Like, 
my brother, because my the tattoo artist I went to, who my brother got his through, and he told me he's like, "You're gonna be waiting," and I'm like, "Eh, that's fine." Like, cause like I, it was my first one, so like I was already, I want, I don't want to, I was a little nervous, cause like I didn't know what to expect and stuff like that. But like, you, he also is the guy that he he he'll be out a year before he can get. Yeah. well like a small one he's like yeah I'll, i can probably fit it in squeeze you in yeah. but like a bit like one that takes a while he's like yeah you're gonna be waiting because he does a lot of big pieces and yeah, when he i have roses i have one on each shoulder and roses for my um grandparents and he was like did the outline and stuff of the rose and then he goes hey um because on the stencil he didn't have the um the leaves he goes you care if I freehand the leaves? He's like, I, I've done a ton of like roses are a very typical thing. Like, you care? He literally just took the needle and was just like, freehanded the leaves on my tattoo, and I was just like, how the hell did he just do that? And I'm like, it is an art to be able to a tattoo artist. Yeah, you don't have steady hands. My ass would well, be no, like, you can, oh shit! You, you can be able to draw. Like, you could be a fantastic artist, but tattooing skin is completely different. Oh, yeah. it, like, it's not as easy as just pen to paper you have to rip through skin oh like i've watched it. him like when i got there the one time he was talking with somebody else before me when i was going to schedule my appointment and he was she was like well i was kind of thinking this and he literally was like on his ipad i think or something and he was just like and i was like how the hell like he just knew it, like and also i mean they deal with it all the time so i was like how the hell did he just come up with that but it's just it they're they it's a different type of art it's insane it's insane I couldn't imagine though tattooing like somebody's face. Yeah, I mean, I want to. I dude, I want a face tat so bad. Don't okay, get a don't face say, tat, but imagine dude. It. Don't get a face imagine tat. It. No, I know. I would. The only time Staring I would do somebody else. The only. The only time I would ever get a face tat because my mom would absolutely behead me. <laughs> as as if, she should. As if I am at a point in my life, like if say say five years from now, I. I'm set. You make like, it. Yeah. I know for a fact that, like, hey, I'm not going to have to work a nine to five. I don't need to go. Like, I don't I'm need my to. own boss. Exactly. Yeah. And all I want is, like, half a broken heart right here. That's all I want. That's all I want is half a broken heart. Not not a full heart, just half a broken heart right under my eye. And I think that's so sick. What's that mean? Just, hey. You're broken hearted? Broken hearted. Are you there's a, there's a lot of there's a lot of pain in life. Wait a That's second. What I'm confused here. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's not even, no, not even about not even about relationships. This is about life. Like you're always your life is always going to bring you those things that like break your heart, bro. If That's you true. haven't had your heart broken, and not even in a relationship, I'm not talking about relationships. If you haven't had your heart broken by life, then you probably haven't lived to this point. Because life sends that shit at you, it breaks your heart. But the only the only response to life breaking your heart is grab the bull by the fucking horn. Exactly. <laughs> you respond to that adversity and you you keep going. But I think the broken heart to me is just more or less like, hey, it's gonna happen. But how are you gonna respond to that shit? And it's kind of like Coach Sev, like, hey, how do you respond to adversity? And oh I'm my, like, oh, hey. he did that shit to you guys. The adversity talk was his go-to, buddy. That was always what he talked. When I had him on the podcast, fellas. When I had him on the podcast, what do you think we talked about? Oh yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm so not, true, though. not gonna get 
a face tap. But if it does come to a point in my life where I feel as if I can make it without going into an interview shirt tucked in, tie on, like, hey, my name's Dante Fair type deal, if I can make it by myself and I know I'm okay, I will definitely get a face tat. Nah, I like I like the story. I always love the stories behind that. No, yeah, yeah, no, because that's it's actually I, thought out. It's not like it's just something that is like I just want to do it just because. No, all of you every single to... every single tattoo I have on my body is thought out, dude. I, I and everybody's like, oh, like why? Like you can just get tattoos because they're cool. But like me personally, if I'm gonna permanently put something on my body, I want it to. I want to look at it and know that it means something. That's why I haven't got my sleeve yet. As I want, I I I don't have anything that I'm like. This is what I want to get and why, but it's yeah we'll get to that. Uh, but the, like it's this is what I want to get and why, so that's why I have yet to do the sleeve. Well, that's that's what I was saying. Like, should I have got my back tattoo? Nah, because it has no meaning. What is it? It's a big ass fucking tribal running down. And at the time, you know, college meat, meathead, whatever, <laughs> dude, <fucking laughs> tribal spanners. <laughs> Got it right down my spine. I'm like, oh, like three kids working a corporate job. Like, oh, that looks really good. That looks awesome. You know what the nice thing about working a corporate job is? They're never going to see that. Hey, kids, is good. Cool. Is that like specific tribal script that means something in like tribal? Or is it just literally just tribal design? Nope. Just tribal design. Okay. I mean, it probably looks sick, though. I, it does look good. It does look sick. <laughs> It, that's all it is is just for looks yeah. and no meaning where like the other ones i got actually have some meaning fair, fair. Ugh, hey, if, you, if you buy a new car and you wrap that shit in like that new like wrap like camo detail or like whatever like the wrapping thing is instead of painting it like it doesn't really have meaning but it makes your car look sick so yeah but you could take that off oh uh, you're right, you're right. <laughs> you could take your tattoo off oh this would not be fun that probably be that would probably jump to my number one worst thing. <laughs> yeah. That'd be ten times worse than getting it. I've seen videos of those lasers, oh, dude. dude it looks it's just the like sound and look of it. I'm like, oh, that seems so painful. It's like, oh, and it's just like disintegrating the oh, thing. Oh my god, I can't do it. And it, it just turns like immediately like a bubbly. Yeah, like, it doesn't even like completely get rid of it, does it? Like it just kind of. It's got to be scarred. It's yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Scarly. I want to tell it. I think it. I think you have to go there. back like multiple times. Because remember, oh, um, remember in high school when Grant was like in the process of getting that tattoo removed, no. or no, he wasn't in the process when we were in high school. But nowadays, if you look at him now, he almost has it removed. Huh. That tribal thing that he said he regretted from getting at Ohio State. You don't remember that? No, I didn't know you got it removed. No, yeah. It's if you look at his, um, if you look at him like him now when he's posting videos, it's like you can still see it a little bit. But if you're someone who's never met him before, you probably wouldn't realize yeah, it. Yeah, you wouldn't really know. Yeah. But I'm gonna cut you off, and we're gonna go into the Roughnecks drink review. Ooh. And this week, instead of me or Dante, we made our guest bring the drink. Dun, so, dun, dun. Reno, tell us what you got for us. All right. So we have a fat tire. New Belgian ale. Okay. This is this was like it's not a drink that I would drink every single day. It's a good change of pace. It's good I don't know, it's smooth. It, it's not like too hoppy. It's not like an IPA ish type. I was almost gonna do an IPA, then I'm like, nah, we gotta go go to the roots of my fat tire. Hey. 
Is this something that you drink, like, used to drink a lot? Or is this something that, like, you tried once, you're like, okay, I like that, but it's just not something that I can drink all the time? This was, like, my, like, special occasion okay. type of drink. Okay. I'd be like, ah, you know, like, or the nights where, like, I know I'm just drinking a few. Okay. Like, they, I'm drinking a to, lot. Yeah, like, I'm not buying these. These get you to where you're going, is what yeah. you're saying. All right. So, fat tire. Perfect. Cool. New Belgian ale. Thank you. Thank so you. So how we do this is Give essentially kind of like a one sip. Like one, a pizza review. One chug. Yep. It's just a good drink and then a review. Fat Tire Ale. High quality. I've never low had impact. them, but I've always wanted to because I know people that drink similar things to me like when I drink stuff like this. And they've told me it's really good and I've never had it. Yeah. Cheers, hey, fellas. Cheers, boys. first thought it reminds me of something what does it remind me of it's gonna drive me nuts hey, yeah i'm seeing head nods uh, i like it it reminds me of a, um, because i like i like ipas and i like like belgian ales it it's very similar it's not a sam adams it's, it's, it's kind of got a sweet after yeah, yeah. Which, which is which throws me off all the time and i'm like ah that's why wow. i like it wow this is very good isn't it that, what's their what's their percentages on these puppies? Uh, it's got to be over really five. Know. Five point two. I was gonna say it has to be over five. Yeah. So wow. it's still on the lighter side, but like the the flavor and the aroma and the aftertaste of it is what gets me. This is something that you could like actually like just sip on, and your breath wouldn't smell like shit. Right. You know? This you're is like wake most, up, you're most not gonna wake IP. up with the worst hangover of your entire That's life. Too. An IPA hangover, I will. Oh, those were the worst. Yeah. Oh, some good old Elvis juice. Columbus Brewing Company. That's what this what it reminds me of. Mm. That's what this reminds me of. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I can't stop drinking this. So I'm gonna. We. I feel like we have to redo our ratings because we definitely screwed ourselves. I mean, we just started off so strong with the, with the high noon strawberries. The high noon so like oh. our what we've started like our drinks we've done the high noon strawberries, a Kentucky Mule. Yep. Neutral is one of them. Oh yeah, neutrals, I forgot. Is that are those the only ones? Yeah, we've only had three. Yeah. So yeah, we've had those but like the high noon strawberry we rated them like the the best of the best. 9 or like yeah, 8 no. point something and no, we'll like, have to We'll have to redo them. Yeah, I feel like we should go away from like the rating, and we should like rank them in these spots. So like we'll just keep a continuous ranking True. and so, like our top five, yeah. and see if it makes the top five yeah. and where it places. But yeah, I really so like, this I makes the top five. These. I enjoy these a lot. These are fire. This is not one like you drink, you know, twelve of these. You have like three of these. And you're max. good. You're good. And then you got to move on to like something else. Yeah. <laughs> after the third you're like all right i like i'm kind of over the no this is uh this is definitely like i don't know cole you gotta go first but man i'm, I'm giving it an 8.8 8, which i'm i'm disregarding my other rankings i'm just giving it a like rating and like not comparing it to the others i'm giving it an 8.8 8. i like drinks like this i like beers that are i want to call them heavier but they're not like they have a I want to call it a darker taste to them. I like that kind of stuff. Uh so I I'm giving it an eight point eight. 
You know, I put it above Bush. I just couldn't afford to drink it all the time. All right, listen, listen to this, everyone. All right, I'm gonna, I'm going to take a drink of it, and I'm gonna describe to you how, what I'm tasting. All right, drum roll. Flavor ten. Aftertaste ten. Whoa! Like this, this, this beer right here. I want y'all to know this beer is fantastic. If you if you can go out, go out to your local corner store and find Fat Tire Ale, go find that right now. But I will say, for my overall rating, even though I gave the flavor and the aftertaste a 10, I will probably say this beer right here is a 9.4. Woo! Hey. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Hey, in the back, in the back. All right. All right. Hey, Fat Tire. Um, we're calling you guys out. We love your sponsorship at the Breathneck Podcast. That'd be awesome. Wouldn't I would it? drink it all the That'd time if so that was crazy. the case. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't even need them to be a sponsor to, to drink this all the time. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Hey, we always. Hey. Uh, anytime that we do a a drinking episode, I always tag what type of drink that we brought in, so that way. Smart, smart marketing. Yeah, we should just fuck it. Reach out. To I, I I've reached out to Bush. I'm sure lots of people have. Yeah, I forget. I think my dad got me on these, like a what or uh, back when I was in college. He's like, "Hey, try try these fat tires." I'm like, "What the fat tire? Like, what are you talking about?" You know, because when I was in college, we were drinking Natty Light. Yeah, yep. Natty like, Ice anything, for me, man. Oh my god, the yeah. ice is that was my frat beer, Natty oh, Ice. Oh my god, what was the uh, the Bud Light uh, Platinums? Oh, BLPs, buddy. Oh, love those. Those were the best because, like, you get back from a football game, it'd already be 10 30, 11 o'clock, whatever. So, you needed something to make it quick. So, you were like, All right, I need to get my buzz going right now so I don't spend a hundred dollars at the bar. So, like, I, I drink some Bud Light Platinums. Then go to the bar and I'd be like, I'm already buzzed off my ass. VLPs hit different, so <laughs> different. Oh, I I love them. I I got VLPs tired of them though, Ooh. real quick. Yeah, right, right. We, we we did like a season worth. Yep. Then we're like, all right, we, we got, got we got to slow we down, chase <laughs> Yeah, I I like the Bud Light Platinums, but they they definitely caught up to you real quick. They turned into like the old four locos. Loco. I never tried one. Boys, I got some crazy stories for y'all off four locos in Worcester, man. Jesus. Dude, those were those were something else. How's, I can't believe like I look back now. I don't know how they were ever legal. I know. Like people were dying off of them. Dying off of four locos. <laughs> What was in them? What was it? Was like didn't it have like energy drink in it too or something? Like way too much caffeine, like way too much, uh, just all kinds of just. <laughs> it was putting people in like cardiac arrest. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> so bad. But like I look back now and I'm like, it's so stupid. Oh, there was so many things that so I did in stupid. college, especially that I'm like, why the hell did I even do that? Or like I remember. We didn't know any better, man. We, oh, we truly dude. didn't know any better. We're like, ah. I'll tell this story. But I don't know if I've ever fun. told it. <laughs> I remember it was the night before graduation. We had our football banquet because it was COVID year, so we played in the spring. And we had our football banquet that night. My parents were in town. 
so like we went out to the a bar and restaurant got some drinks they it's a restoration in delaware so they make their own beer and stuff ipas so they're higher higher alcohol i drank like three of them there was already feeling pretty good me teddy and Dante, or not Dante. me teddy and dan walked down to barley which is another bar down the street we drank teddy's from texas and drink he loves shiners and uh lone stars and they have them that's the only place that we could ever find those texas motherfuckers we went down there and we drank all of their shiners i'm pretty sure like i went i remember because like it was one of those that you walk up like they have a bunch of coolers it's like a convenience store you walk up you grab what you want and you walk up to the counter and they check you out and then you can just go sit there's a bar like that it was yeah it's kind of like it's a different type of bar like per se it's not like a, it's more of the i call it more of a hipster kind of scene i guess sure. or like people that just like an ip like because they had a bunch of different type of ipas too That's like you could just go grab a beer go sit down like they had tvs you could sit on a couch and just watch a game it was a very relaxed bar not a very like tip your typical bar mm-hmm. so we we were there for like four hours and we drank all of their shiners i went up to get another one and i was like Hey, I went up to the counter. I was like, "You guys got any more shiners in the back?" Like, you guys drank all of them. We had four twelve packs. They're all gone. <laughs> and we were like, "Oh, I'm sorry." And they're like, "I mean, it's fine. Like, you guys are paying. Like, and you guys aren't being stupid. So, like, we, we we're buying like, to be drank. Yeah, like you know? it's fine. It, it, it's not a big deal." And I'm like, "You guys got any more Lone Stars?" And they're like, "Nope. You guys also drank all of those." <laughs> and we we're like, "Oh." They're like, yeah, we're going to order more. I'm like, oh, we're moving out tomorrow. You don't got to worry about that. We're, we're going to be gone. We're the only people to drink them around here. Um, but so we drank that. Then we walked across the street to the other bar. And at that point, it's like 12 o'clock. And we drank for another two, three hours at like that bar. Like, shut, oh, we were hammered. I walked back to my room. And I'm, I remember being, I don't know why I thought it was a good idea. Or what I was thinking, they were doing construction on one of the dorms. So I walked into the construction zone, and I'm sitting in a forklift, or not a forklift, uh, like a telehandler, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, hey, there's a key in the ignition. And I turned it and was like, and then then it finally clicked, like, hey, this is not a good idea. You are about to graduate tomorrow. So then I'm like, how the fuck did I even get in here? So I'm like trying to walk around, and then I look up, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh on like the um job trailer that cameras and i was like i'm not gonna graduate i'm gonna get in trouble and i was like i gotta get the fuck out of here as i'm trying to figure out a way out of the fence i like peek out they had like the mesh on the fence but i like peeked and i was like oh shit here comes cops there was like two pulling down the street like they weren't coming after me but in my head i'm like i'm screwed i'm screwed i don't know what i'm doing so like i take off running and i'm like hiding and like doing all this shit and like finally, like I called my roommate, and he was like, "Where are you at?" I'm like, "I'm in the construction zone." He's like, "What?" And I'm like, "I don't even know how I got here. And I don't. I don't like. I I just remember that night. Well, kind of remember that night. And then the next day, I woke up five minutes before we had to be at the stadium for graduation. My roommate tried to wake me up like twenty times. In five minutes, I showered. Got or no, I didn't even shower. I literally just woke up, threw my dress clothes on, grabbed my cap and gown. We drove down to the stadium, and I walked in because we had to be there early for some football pictures. And I walked into the locker room. My mom and dad were already there. My mom had called me like four times at that point. <laughs> and I walked in. She goes, you're hungover as hell. And I was like, I'm so 
fucking hungover. And then, <laughs> but like we, I remember just like standing in line. You know, graduation getting lined up takes freaking forever. I walked down to the gas station, bought two monsters, chugged one of them on the way back, chugged another one. But then about halfway through graduation, I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh no, my head was pounding. It was the worst hangover I think I've ever had in my life. Oh, dude, it was miserable. My college salute. Yeah, I was so hungover for my graduation too. Like my mom's, my mom's kind of pissed about this. I wore sunglasses my entire graduation. For my graduation picture, I had sunglasses on. I was was cloudy as hell, dude. I was so hungover, bro. It was rough. I mean, dude, that is literally that's your last moment. Like, dude, that's the last time you'll get to see a lot of those people. That's what I literally, literally, because I remember like hugging people that night and being like man i'm gonna miss you like because it kind of clicks like this is this might be the last time i honestly ever see you again bro and that's the saddest thing i feel like that's one of the saddest things about college man is like like your high school friends there's those select high school friends that yes you grew up with and you love them to death and you'll never nothing will ever change with the friendship but in college college is where you are growing as a man and you befriend those people as you are growing as a man and you become a lot, I wouldn't say a lot closer than your high school friends, but it's just like a different aspect of your life than your you, high school you, friends. You live with those guys. Exactly. Well, you're like, it, I also, like high school, like you're, you're in, you know, your parents' houses, mm-hmm. like college, you're, you're living, living with them. Right. You gotta, you gotta learn to adult together. Exactly. You see those people every single day. Exactly. You, you I think also do... some of the difference too with high school and college. High school, you come, like when you're graduating, we think we're gonna be everybody's friend forever. Like you think you're gonna see these people all the time. The reality of it is, now you see some of them and you hope you don't. Yeah. College, you come in, like I feel like you have a different mindset. Like when you're graduating, you realize, I'm probably never, especially the people that live in different states or whatever. Like, I'm sure you had it and you had it. Like, you have people that are from Cali, Florida, Arizona, like all over the country. You kind of go in with that mindset when you're graduating college. Like, this might honestly be the last time that I ever get to see you again. Yeah. High school, you don't think about that. College, you adult, like you talked about a little bit, you adulted together. So you kind of have that. Uh, that realization of like this might i might never see you again you literally learn how to do everything yeah because like high school like yeah we're living with our parents and we're like we have we're not paying bills and shit exactly you go to college and it's like all right i gotta do my own laundry you know oh i gotta figure out what i'm doing for meals like i gotta figure out like i gotta get myself certain places it's a it's a totally different thing. And you That's rely why. on each other too. Like I have to be up at this time. Yeah, he doesn't have the same class as me, but we have class at the exact same time. So like hey, eight AM, we both have to be up for an eight AM class. So like you kind of build that relationship too with each other. Like, hey man, wake up. Like we, we gotta go to class or we got practice, whatever it is. You gotta hold each other like accountable. Yeah, because it's you know, because my roommate for all, all every single year in college was the punter so like as a specialist like as he was a specialist um he didn't i'm not saying his practices weren't hard but dude i'm getting my i'm getting i'm getting like if i wasn't hitting somebody as hard as i could every single play 
I was doing something wrong. You weren't starting at that point if you weren't doing that. Right. Whereas, like, you know, he's out there punting. You don't hit the punter. Yeah, who like the first couple periods of practice, he's he's out there punting. Then they go in and play like ping pong and shit, and then come out for the last couple <laughs> kicks and field goals, right? Like realistically, that's the like honestly, that's what they did. But like, like they still worked hard. I'm not giving. I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying that they didn't. But then I'd come, I'd come back like to our dorm or to our house or whatever, and be like, dude, I gotta like, I gotta chill. Like I'm, I'm hurting right now. And he's like, dude, let's go to the bar. Like let's go. <laughs> like he's up all night doing shit, and I'm like, dude, like. I really got to sleep a little bit here. And like, it was just like setting boundaries. And like, we, we became obviously like best friends and, uh, and then just like learning how to deal with other people and learning how to deal with, you, you know, it's not about you. You can't do whatever you want all the time. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's, it's such a cool experience. Everyone says, ah, you don't need, necessarily need to go to college. I don't know. I, I think college is pretty important. Dude, I think college like, made me the man I am today. Oh, 100%. Just because, like, the the thing I was really, the point I was trying to make, honestly, is, like, it's kind of shitty that college is like this, but in college, you meet your absolute best friends for life. You meet your really, really good friends that, like, hey, I grew with you. I love you to death, man. Like, I've seen what you've become from freshman year to senior year. You're my boy. But you live in California, but you live in Texas. So after we graduate, I don't know if I'm going to see you for a while, man. Like, and that's, that's the shittiest thing about college is like, you meet your really good friends. Like, I have so many good friends from Worcester, man. And it's just like, I can't see them all. I really, there's no possible way unless I hit the lottery and I can fly wherever I want or, uh, you know, Reno can help me, hook me up with some, you know what I mean? But, you know. Like you can't see them all, man. It just like sucks to the point where it's like, I love you to death. You're my boy. We'll be friends for life, but we might not see each other for five years, ten years. You know. But you know what's awesome about that is like when you do finally see them, ain't ain't a damn thing changed. Hey, nope. I like you your boys are right back right where you yeah. right where you left off. That's like, what I was gonna say. Teddy were roommates. Got really close, and like Dan, I lived with Dan three out of four years. Me and him will go six months without shooting a single text to each other. We Snapchat each other every day just for a streak because we have like a 2,000 day or like a really, I don't know what it is now, but it's like three years or something crazy. And we just, yeah, it started before college and we just kept it going. So um, it, we've, we've had that, but like we will go six months without shooting a single text to each other or we'll, and then one of us will call somebody and it'll be a, like a one real quick question. An hour later, you're getting off the phone. Oh, we'll yeah. see each other and like it's nothing changes like you're just i feel like that's different with like high school people you run into you not always but a lot of times you're like trying to make the conversation like you're trying to force the conversation with most people it, some people that you were actually close with you do have those con same thing but it, like with those college buddies man you'll sit there and talk to them for hours i mean think of, think about the growth that you have from high school to college like reno think about think about what you were senior year of high school compared to what you were senior year of college completely different right you know what i mean like physically dude, and mentally exactly you grow so much in that time period man that it's just like it's not that i don't love you that like hey we played high school football together it's not that i don't love you it's just dude, i'm a different person at this point you know that's where, so I won't say any of the names, but you know that Snapchat group chat that just started back up? Some of the things that were said in there, I'm just like, I'm not 
at the same page as some of these people. Like, there's some of these people, they just want to go party. They just want to go do all this stuff, which I, I we all go through. <laughs> Dante's <laughs> Dante, how often do you go to the bar? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, not often anymore. <laughs> you wanted to say a lot. But, like, dude, I, like, every weekend I'm looking to do something. Like, I get I'm, that, but I'm saying, like, the people... If you go to O'Malley's in Pataskala, oh no, if you are gonna see the same people there every week. We'll go to That's O'Malley's. all they do, and do that. And I'm like, I don't mind going to O'Malley's. I like O'Malley's every so often. You never catch me in O'Malley's. <laughs> the only time I went to O'Malley's was when Taylor, Taylor was the bartender, and she doesn't work there anymore. She was a good bartender. Exactly. Yeah. She doesn't work there anymore, so I'm not going back to O'Malley's. I don't know, like, you just go there, and, like, when I go there, when I would go there, when I went through my spell of going to the bar way too often after college, I'd go there, and I, like, that's what kind of finally hit me. I'm like, what am I doing here? Like, why am I here? Like, I'm lo- surrounding myself with people that I'm like, I don't want to be, like, that are older than me, and I'm like, I don't want to be in that point. Like, I don't want to be a 30-year-old at the bar with some bunch of 18 to 20 five-year-olds yeah but and then, like like you also got to look at it like does that make them happy dude like i mean if that's what they vibe with you know sometimes that's that's what they vibe with like is that something i vibe with no is yeah. that I'm, am i gonna vibe with that person no i got different objectives right like and don't get me wrong like i like going to the bar i'm not gonna say oh, yeah. i never go to the bar like i like going to the bar i just finally was like it ain't, I don't need to go I gotta take four times step. a week. Yeah, I gotta take a different step. I wanna like contribute my time to something else. The bar scene, I feel like you get to a point where you're like, I don't need to go out. And the big thing with the bar scene, you realize how much money you spend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Even when I like dude, all right. My bar scene now consists of Newark Station because I'm there twice to three maybe maybe four times a week sometimes. Like I'd spend some money at Newark Station just because I'm simply there playing volleyball. And you guys saw from the one tournament that you did there, it's real easy to be like, oh, shit, I'm just going to go up and get another beer. But, like, you've, you've worked for that. You enjoy that. Yeah. Th- so, like, that's why I so could you love get to it. do that. Right. Because I'm doing, so- like, it gives me that, like, I get to, like, when I leave work on Wednesday and Thursday when I have, like, league play, I'm like, man, like, I get to go, like, sometimes I'm dreading it because I'm like, I just worked a 12-hour day and I'm tired as shit. But I'm like, when I get there and I grab a beer and I sit down and relax and then I go play some volleyball, I'm like, by the end of the night, I'm like, I love it. Like, it's a different type, which maybe that's what some people do at the bar. Maybe that's what their reward is for working along. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. There's like different priorities for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, as someone who had kids early, like, I can't be at the bar scene. No. You know, like. You have a life. Like this, (laughs) even right here, just recording this podcast is like like whoa like you gotta get home here i'm taking no no not even that like i'm taking like a a step like this is big yeah like i'll tell him pretty i'm like oh i gotta you know i got the podcast tonight (laughs) like i gotta you know it's a drinking episode like just heads up she's like okay go ahead like do it enjoy yourself like i think it's like a it's it's almost like a vacation like straight up like yeah sierra i don't think use it as a vacation anymore because she's like, like you have so many people over the house all the fucking time well, I mean, we're different. Like, yeah, yeah. In, your, in your aspect, like, you have a lot more responsibility than probably Cole and I have. You Come know, on. like, yeah, like Cole has pets. I have a dog, but like, dude, you have 
humans that you were work, like looking after you know and that's what i'm saying like you guys saying like you going to the bars and stuff i'm like do that shit before like shit gets real right <laughs> because like once you once you start having kids like everything you're doing guess what they're coming with you right and, and like your kid can't be doing all that what do you want them to oh, be yeah, exposed actually- to What's up, everybody? I wanted to interrupt today's Hold My Beer episode to tell you guys about Desert Fox Golf. You guys know I love this company. I am most likely using one of their tumblers as we are recording this episode. I use them all the time. Like I've said before, I have not one, not two, not three, but four of these tumblers. I have the Hunting Tumbler, the Swing Aid the patriot aid and sierra has the nurse aid these tumblers are awesome the screw-on lids with the easy slide top that allows you to just open and close your drink as you please they are 17 ounces they keep your drink cold or hot if that's what you want but i love using these i use these pretty much every drinking episode and for just everything else for water gatorade whatever i want to put in it you can put in it they are awesome on the golf course. They are awesome at home. Use them however you please. To go get yourself one of these tumblers, head over to DesertFoxGolf.com. And when you check out, after you see these amazing tumblers, use the promo code Roughnecks for 10% off your order. But let's get back to drinking. Recently at Apex, uh, I work out in the mornings, like six, six thirty, seven a.m. in the morning. And there's um, I don't, I mean, I, I don't think we have to cut this out. I'm not saying names or anything. There's this, there's this um, woman who comes into Apex and she brings her baby with her and her uh, in the baby's like carrier fucking and like respect, like literally sits sits the baby right next to the bench and she's fucking lifting, bro. That's and awesome. the baby, the baby's sleeping the whole time. Like I've looked at the baby, the baby's just slumped. But like she's grinding, and this baby's just flying, bro. Yeah, that shit's crazy. That I love that. That is fire. Time time management with kids is like a whole different thing because you think like I'm gonna do it at this time, this time, this time. Like your kids dictate your schedule. Well, that's one of the things you got got no say. You got to adapt to what 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 fuck's happening, right? (laughs) Like, are you sleeping that night? I don't know. Is that gonna fuck up tomorrow morning? It Maybe. probably will. But it's your kids. It's but, your... but then it's like, if I don't, you know, grind through that, you know, two-hour, three-hour night uh, sleeps, like, then I'm impacting myself. And if I impact myself, I'm then, in turn, impacting them. I'm impacting this. So, like, I got to get my ass up and, and do that kind of stuff. Like, it's, ooh. Once you, once you start involving kids, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, and if you want to do some shit, like, get it done, boy. <laughs> Because once a kid comes into play, like, and and it that drives me nuts when people start having kids and then they still like want to go out and do all this crazy stuff. Oh, like, bro, you're just pawning your kid off to people. I, you know, mm. like you can do that to a point, like for sure. Like we, like we definitely. You need your nights out. Yeah, you need your nights out. You need your nights to be. But like your a bar couple. nights, ain't no more. Yeah. Like or what I was saying, like my gaming nights, there ain't. I haven't gamed in like four years, dude. Like your bar night consists of once every six months if you're lucky. Yeah, and I'm taking my job way more serious now because I'm not I'm not just there to make money. Like I'm there to like 
I need to make sure the benefits are good. I need to make sure I'm putting shit in my 401k. I need to make sure like everything is stacked up because that ain't, it ain't about me anymore. Right. You got a family. You got you got people to d- depend on you to make sure everything's straight. Right. Yeah. So even if I'm pissed off at my work, I can't be too pissed off because I need this place. Right. And I tell you what, if I have to go to work because I have to support these people, God damn it, I'm, I'm going to be the best fucking worker you you ever seen. Exactly. Like, why wouldn't I be? Like, yeah. if, if I'm going to have to go to work anyway, no matter what, whether I'm, like, hating the job or loving the job, I still got to go there. I'm still going to make the money. Why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I be the best at what I'm doing and make possibly make more, possibly impact more, possibly have a bigger impact to, to the, whatever company I'm working at and to the, and to my family. Why, why wouldn't I do that? Even if I hate that shit, even if, even if my job drives me fucking insane, which on days it drives me insane. But I tell you what, like, let's go like, like how insane you want this to be see man like, fine this clip is, that clip that i'm clipping is, that this, this man this is why like while on our last podcast we recorded cole i don't know if you listened to it Reno, but um like I, I was telling cole that like i don't know if i've actually like sat down and talked to you since you i don't know if you remember this i mean it was a long time ago you came and um talked to our high school football team way back in the day was it a camp yeah it was a camp you came and talked to yeah dude i don't i mean like like when you were in high school and stuff we were still super young like we never really like connected like that but like i've always looked up to you i don't know like obviously you might not know that but like ever since you gave that speech at the football camp always looked up to you like i was like damn like reno is the man and like just everything you said there bro it's like that's some man shit. That's like that's like something that someone can look up to to the point where like, hey, this is I have to provide for my family. I'm going to do this by any means necessary. I don't care if it sucks. I don't care if I don't get any sleep. I am going to do this for my family, dude. And I love that. I I love that you said that, dude. And, and, and the fact like like literally nothing get a nothing gets accomplished if like you let's say you hate your job. You hate your job. And you go in every day and you just hate it and you just dread it and you just sit there and just pout every fucking day. Nothing gets accomplished. Nothing. Okay, if you hate your job, what what do you hate about it? Okay. How about how about how about taking some steps to fix that shit? How about how about you take some steps to enjoy your job? What's gonna make your what's gonna make your job better? What's gonna make your life better? Because like by going with that approach, it, like it it makes you want to go in the work now. It makes you feel like you're having an impact, it makes you feel like you're having some like you're having a say again you know what i mean because i think that's the, the probably the biggest thing that happens with people especially like college athletes dude after you're done with college it's like my impact like you know i was always kind of like or like not just like me but like i was always good at what i did and now it's over like i gotta find something else that i'm good at and that's where like you see just big downfalls from people and big just like spirals down and like depression and like you have no idea what to do now because you've always had this heightened sense of like everybody's looking at me because i'm doing such great things now those great things have come to an end i can't show that i'm doing great things anymore like now now what do i do the big thing i feel like kind of going off what you said college athletes you see it all the time no matter what level everybody that goes to play a college sport you more than likely were the top dog 
at your school, one of the top players at your school. You may have not been the top player in the country, but you were one of the best players at your school. You go to college, most times you're not the top dog anymore. Yeah. You're yeah. not the best player there. That's where, I mean, how many people, we all saw it. We all played college football. How many people quit within that first week? That had so much talent, too. You could see they had talent. They were good. But because they were, they let their ego get in the way a little bit. And we're like, oh, man, I'm not. The coaches don't like me. I'm fourth string. This is bullshit. I should, this, I should be the first string. It, that right there is a, a pivotal moment in your life of whether you can be like, hey, I'm not the top dog anymore. You have two options. You can quit, give up, coast on, okay, three options. <laughs> quit, give up, coast on mediocrity, or you can get better to try and be the top dog. You gotta start, you gotta start over. Yeah. You, you literally, literally start over. You weren't the top dog when you started in high school either. Guarantee it. Yeah. And, and like even leaving high school, you were like, you know, all state or whatever. It's like, then you go to college and guess what? You're surrounded by other all state people. Literally. Yeah. It's like uh, everybody else was all state too. Yeah. It's like, okay, now. Hey, this now, player was also ranked in the nation. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> now even, you just got like your, your, like you were exceeding expectations in high school. Then you get to college and guess what? Everybody was exceeding expectations. Now, because everybody was exceeding expectations in high school and college, that's, that's baseline now. So now what are you going to do to exceed expectations at a higher level? So whatever you were doing before, you now have to take it another step further to continue to exceed or else you're just going to be baseline at that level. I mean, even it's like in like it's it's completely different like D1 to D3 too. Like D1, I guarantee like dude, every person that plays D1 or gets the opportunity to play D1, they're definitely all state or they're like the best of their class type deal how you were. The absolute you could do anything. You could have played receiver your senior year, probably, and you would have been fine. It was a tight end. You, yeah, I was about to say, like, <laughs> you did. You could have, you could have, like, they could have split you out hey, wide. You also got to remember, Reno didn't want to play O line. No, <laughs> no, I did not want to play. Well, you don't know why I went to Kent? Because they were the only school that offered me as, like, an athlete. Because so, they didn't know what they wanted me to play. Every other Mac school offered me to be offensive line. And I'm like, I was a freaking tight end at the end, dude. Right. I don't want to be a defensive end. Is what I wanted <laughs> to be. And Ken says, so like, we're not sure what we want you to play because I was floating around like two thirty ish, and like the D line coach was like, we want you to stay the same weight, you know, work on pass rush drills, whatever. Tight end coach was like, stay the same weight, work on pass rush drills or work on uh, routes and blocking and stuff. Then the O line coach was like, we want you to gain sixty pounds and. You know, learn to pass that. I'm like, yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so all summer, I'm just like training to, I'm doing all, all routes and rushes and all kinds of stuff. As soon as I commit and sign those papers, they're like, offensive line. <laughs> like, son of a bitch. Yeah. So I literally just tried to gain as much weight as I could going in there. And I got throttled. When I say I got throttled, my true freshman year, like, it was not fun. Because I'm going up against 330-pound NFL linemen, and I'm floating in at 240. I weighed my first day at camp was I weighed 244. Going up against 320-pound monsters, getting crushed. I'm like, this is not what I signed up for, bro. 
and then i just sort of had i had that realization it's like you know what this is what it is like what am i gonna do with this i'm like i gotta gain some freaking weight right like i i gotta be the, if i'm not gonna be the strongest guy or the biggest guy i gotta be the fastest guy i gotta have the best footwork i gotta know the plays the best like what's gonna be my advantage to get in there and eventually like it worked out like the weight's gonna come on but if i got the smarts to it if i got the feet for it i always tell like especially a lot of guys i train like the college athletes guys i'm like dude forget about everything from the neck down to your ankles forget about that stuff if you got the football smarts and you got the footwork you'll be you'll be okay right we can get strength on we can get size on we can get whatever on but like if you don't know what the fuck you're doing and if if your feet are bullshit you're not going to succeed at all literally at all at any position at any position any position like the rest will come but you know the playbook and that's what got me my the starting job my redshirt freshman year was i knew what the playbook was because i was practicing out at tackle then our left guard got hurt during um spring ball uh he blew out his knees so he's out for the season they're like right now jump in a guard i'm like fuck like i've been practicing a tackle the whole time but in the back of my mind it's like i've been watching what guards been doing so like i know what i'm like i know what i'm doing at least if i know the plays the rest will come exactly and you know that's what ended up happening. Now I got in a fight during practice, and that kind of <laughs> that kind of sparked my offensive line coach. He's like, "Oh, he's got a little little bit of little bit of anger underneath." If I kind of like that too, but that's where like I, it is always funny too. Like I'm not gonna call out any college, but I feel like it's pretty common. Like at first, they kind of let the fights go. The coaches, they're like, "Oh, we want to see what happens here." We really because what well, they're not only watching the people fighting, but they're watching the other players' reaction. Oh yeah. What are you What are you guys gonna do about it? Like, it, and like, if if it turns into a big brawl, like, all right, we might have a little bit of an issue here. But if it's like everybody separates it and then they're cool at the end, like they they like the fire. But if if you have fire in practice and you have these little fights, that means somebody's pissed that they just got their ass kicked, probably. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing, dude. It man. sparks fire in people of like. And a lot of times that makes people like, I got to be better. And then, like, what happens the next play? That player that just got his ass kicked fires off the fucking line like a motherfucker. Like, he is firing. Oh, yeah. Like, and it all that does is make everybody better. Oh, yeah. It, it would drive me, like, the amount of fights that would happen at practice. I, I wouldn't say we fought every single day, but if, like, energy was low, one of those days we're just like, we're just dogging it. Our kind of coach would kind of look at us and be like, hey, we need the energy up. And that sort of means, like, not necessarily be dirty, but go out and start some shit. You know what I mean? Get, then it, it, it just creates get more. Them, get them fired up. And, like, you see a little pushing and shoving after the play. Like, everybody's starting to get fired up. Now the energy starts coming up a little bit again. It's just, it, and it's like, it's man all man. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we had You that, don't want to get embarrassed. And, like, I hated, we had one-on-ones on practice, DVs versus wide receivers. I hated them. I freaking hated them because it is a offensive drill. You have one DB trying to, like, you were running a route. You'll run it to where, like, you'll run a route, and you're like, well, there's a linebacker there. You'll run a route. That's into the corner. That's into the safe. Like, you're running into other zones. Yeah. So, like, good for you. But, like, they'd get pissed at us, like, when we'd shut them down and stuff, and they'd be, like, getting all, like, fired up. And, like, my, my DB coach, he'd always be like, I fucking love it. I love when they get pissed <laughs> off. I love it because then – 
like our coaches like when they started getting really fired up they'd be like all right next drill like which was uh team so like it was offense versus defense and they're like i want to see it i i got i need it i I, like they're because that again everybody's already fired up that's where you're gonna get your best results right there and that i always love too like when people i get on like walkthrough days but like i made my name for myself on scout team oh yeah my quarter, our quarterback, the one year, I was picking him off one day, left and right, on scout team. Like I, I just he was having a bad day, and I was just able to like read him like a freaking book. Like I was just like, all right, cool, I know where he's going. I didn't even know the plays. I still to this day, like people are like, do you know the offensive plays? I'm like, no, I never knew their plays. Like I, I tried to never listen to your guys' calls because I didn't want to be the person that predicted what you guys were gonna do. I wanted to actually try and get better in practice and try and read and react. That's what I try to go off of, which there. Don't get me wrong. There's some plays that like they call out. And I'd be like, "All right, I do know this one." Yeah, like yeah, you, sure, you, you do sure. pick. You hear it. You know it. Like you or see the like, like, I'll play behind on this one just because I don't want to be that guy. But you, you do have those times where like, and but they would get pissed when I'd pick them off, and I'm like, "Why are you getting mad right now?" I remember calling out our our starting quarterback. I'm a sophomore, not starting at this point. And I'm like, why are you getting pissed right now? He's like, you're fucking going too hard. And I'm like, what? Don't you want your scout team actually trying? Yeah, like, this, nice. this is a Tuesday, bud. Like, this isn't like a Friday walkthrough. This is a Tuesday. Like, we are in the guts of practice right now. Like, this isn't just a little, little half-assed practice like we're full pads buddy yeah like i'm not tackling you but i'm gonna uh, like give you a pop yeah like i'm gonna hit you and like uh, i remember i remember calling out the quarterback one time i'm like well maybe if you didn't fucking put your eyes right where you're gonna fucking throw every time you would (laughs) but it sparked up something in practice the rest of the practice was good and like it happened with other players all the time when you have those little flare-ups in practice coaches love to see it Uh because all it does is just fires everybody up. I just I couldn't stand like the sometimes guys. Like uh, like the guys on scout team who would go up against me, like some plays they just like kind of bullshit their way through the play. And then the next play they'd go full speed and like catch me off guard, make me look bad. I'm like, you you ain't about to make me look bad. Like either you go full speed every fucking play or you get somebody else in here. Like this is bullshit. Yeah. Like you're making me you're you're making me worse, number one. Dude, you're making me look bad. Don't you dare make me look bad. Yeah. Uh, like, like, kind of like, especially my senior year where I was kind of like franchise tag. Like, <laughs> I mean, I like legit. I was, we got a new offensive line coach and I, I pretty much told him like, dude, like I'm so beat up. Like my body was so beat up at that point. I was like, I, like, I'm not holding pads and dude, like I'm, I'm done with that. Like you, you count me in for team. You count me in for this. Like some of these, you take me off a field goal, number one. Like, and I was like, I will not play field goal. I will not be on field goal. And he was just kind of like, like we're we're we had that understanding, right? And were you a fifth year at that point too? Yeah, yeah. Was fifth year at that point. Yeah. And like, and I was getting scouted like big time at that point too. And I'm like, okay, I definitely don't want to get hurt either, especially like, in practice on a field yeah, goal or something. Some, and off of some bullshit guy who's gonna do some stupid shit, right? Or like during walkthrough and they go to like. Walk through, dude. We're just going up and we're touching you. Like we're just saying, like, hey, I block you on this play. Yes. Don't don't you dare come off the ball too hard. Like, dude, we're just in helmets. Like I yeah. will fuck you up. Like don't like do not do that. And 
But like the sometimes guys drove me insane. It's like either go hard or just like get out. Right. Like I I need you to make me like I need you to make me better. I need you to get better. Like for real. Like as a scout team guy, I'm looking at him like I need you to get better for like the future years here. Because or or else like just leave, dude. Like yeah. I, don't, I don't care if you're a walk on, I don't care if you're like whatever, just like if you're like I was like I was saying earlier with the jobs, like if you're gonna be here, make make something of it. You right. know what I'm saying? You're like wasting you're wasting so much time. Yeah, well I just sit here and be mediocre, you know. <laughs> like what's the point of that? Like, what are you, you doing? Know? You're you're playing big time now, this big boy ball. Exactly. Like what did you think this was? My favorite one of my memories, I remember watching a lineman block a D lineman like twenty yards down the field. It was a run play. He just it was like the Michael Orr pushing him down the field and he just pushed him and pancaked him and some of the people like what the fuck and the uh, the offensive line coach was like yes yes that is exactly what i want to see yes and it's like you know what if you're not gonna go hard i'm still gonna go hard so like if if you want to like don't get me wrong we all had those moments where we'd look at the guy and be like hey dude hey chill out yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh 100 I'd have it in games as a DB. We, we would have receivers when I was playing corner, especially, and like we're in press band. And like I was scared shitless when I had to play corner the one year because I'm way too slow to play corner. And every time we had to play press band, I was so bad at man that like I would get so nervous. It's like I'd come off the line, but then that receiver, it was Dennison actually, the team that I hate, but he would tell me we'd be lined up and he goes, Hey, it's a run play. And I'm like, all right, he's like, and he, at one point he looked at me and was like, let's make each other look good here. I'm going to run you off. You stay right on my hip. And I was like, perfect. Like, yeah. He's like, it's the, he knew it was the other way. So he's like, you're not going to make the tackle anyway. But like the one time I remember, because like we, he'd run off and then I'd, I'd like take off across my diagonal, like I'm supposed to, my pursuit. But then like the one time he was like half-ass blocking me and I was le- like kind of like locked up with him. And then it broke, and I was like, oh, shit. He was like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> he was like, oh, shit, now we actually have to try. But, like, it, you have those, like, it, it's cool to have those moments. I understand those moments. But, like, if you're, like, especially in the guts of a run play, if you're not going to go hard, then don't be here. Like, just get out. Yeah. Like, did y'all did y'all have, like, inside fits drills? Um, like, team, not team periods, but, like, you'd have the whole. We call yeah, it inside, inside run. run. Yeah. Yeah, that's when a lot of fire I feel like started. That dude, I think that is what earned my like starting position as a freshman at Worcester, bro. Is there was like we had we had the we had the inside run um like uh period right and we we had a package to where we had two strong safeties and the dude who was starting over me at the time was the right strong safety. I was the left strong safety. The right strong safety was blitzing. Pulling guard, pulling guard, low key, like hit him pretty hard, so on and so forth. But then he wanted to like stand over him and start talking shit. Dude, I ran in there and fucking cleaned bro's clock. <laughs> Absolute like blindside, like, yes, it's not right. Absolutely blindsided, cleaned bro's clock, set him down. And then all the coaches were like, oh, that's what I like see. Yeah, that's what I like see. You don't. Don't let your teammate get stood over like that. I'm like, hey, shit, man. I thought I was in the wrong at first, yeah. but it was like you protect hey, your own. Exactly, bro. <laughs> no, I was, I was full head of steam, just blindsided. Yeah, he feels bro. so good. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, dude, he was probably like 300. Like he was a big boy, bro. And I, 
Hey, just hit him with a shoulder real quick. It's knocked him down. This is such bullshit. Yeah, it was, bro. I mean, like, we we line up, like, we won't have tight ends or nothing. No, we'd just be like eight in the box. I'm like, (laughs) you know, we're running the ball inside. And they would try to run sweeps sometimes. It's like, dude, who's containing this? Are you serious? Oh, they'd get so mad if our running backs would bounce it. Literally. It's like, I mean, dude, don't do that. Just try try to hit the hole, man. Fuck. So. I have something that I want to bring up on a podcast. It's a little bit different than what we've ever done. Um, there's this song that has became very popular lately. He has become... Like, I'm a country guy. Reno, I know you like country. Dante, you're... Dude, I am fucking with country recently, buddy. I'll let you know. I'm fucking It's turning with... into a little bit more of a rock country. I like, like country nowadays. Like, specify. Who, who do you like? Uh, Luke Bryan. Morgan Wallen, mm. uh, Bradley Zimmerman, Zimmerman, um, Bailey Zimmerman. or Bailey. Yes, so. Bailey. See, okay, okay, okay everybody. Before you come, you said recently. It's already it's good. Good. I, like I said, I made a playlist. As, it's titled, I don't like country, but dot, dot, dot. <laughs> All right. So Bailey Zimmerman. Um, who else? Shit. I think those are the main ones right now. Oh, fucking Jason Aldean, of course. Like, oh, yeah. Luke, yeah, Holmes. You know, Luke Holmes. Yep. Oh, that's who I met first. Who do I said Luke Bryan first? Yeah. Oh no, I met Luke Combs. Good. I met Luke I was Combs. Say yeah. Luke Bryan like kind of faded out. Like bro, bro, one number Be away, home. one number away is I have that shit stuck in my head every every day of this week. I've had that song stuck in my head. You know what sucks oh is God. I am not a giant Luke Combs fan, but every one of his songs ends up stuck in my head. Bangers. He's so good. He's so he's good. so good at what he does. Oh, I can't, dude. On the way home, I promise you, I'm listening to country. I promise you. As soon as I get in my car, I'm turning on One Number Away by Luke Luke Combs, baby. <laughs> he keeps wanting to say Luke Bryan. <laughs> Not even close to the same type Luke of Luke Combs, I'm turning that song on, and I'm fucking jamming, y'all. I'm just letting y'all know. You got to think. Country and rap and, like, R&B are the exact same fucking thing. Think about, what, like, what each each genre talks about, like, lyrically-wise. Nah, they're not Cars. Listen, they talk. They talk about cars. They talk about girls. They talk about breakups. They talk about getting drunk. They talk about it, literally the exact They're same just thing in different, okay. in different contexts okay, to combat that. Okay, but rap. I love like, rap. I, lo- I, I love, love rap. rap. No, dude, I'm, I've li- I listen to rap twenty four seven. But while I've why I've really been fucking with country recently, bro, because rap always talks about drugs, murder, and like negative shit country is more of a positive vibe they're still they're not talking about murder they're not really talking about drugs they're talking about getting legally drunk maybe getting their heart broken and good vibes to a point yes most country songs are like kind of sad sometimes but like rap is more is more like fist balled up we're going to a fucking ufc fight i'm ready to fucking kill you buddy and country's more like hey we're going to a shindig. We're going to have a fire. We're going to drink some beers. Let's get it. That's how I think of it, at least. And I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm very new to country. So like, like, there's some, there's some rap artists out there that are just straight fire, dude. Like, I could listen to J. Cole on. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. yeah. I like I, and like I don't really like Drake, honestly. Like I don't, I don't think Drake's that good. I think all of his shit sounds the same. But like his lyrics are, are fire. Yeah. Absolutely fire. I wish like. He would change up. Well, that's what, Even that's if what, he has someone what, right. Like, who am, who am I to critique? 
That's what made someone like Eminem. It's your lyrics. It's not your music per se. It's your lyrics and how you present. And just like a decent beat that'll just get like. But that's the thing with music nowadays, bro. Yeet. Have y'all listened to Yeet at all? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeet. Lyrics. Beat and vibe of his music is double thumbs up because it's like more of he makes all of his ad libs. He's like screaming into the mic a lot of lower frequency he's doing all of that to where it's it's hype music but his lyrics don't really mean anything that's why i really do enjoy j cole um i liked gunna's new album for the gym gunna's new album is sick for the gym mm-hmm. um but like no i just like rappers that actually speak something that's my thing right that's, i like music that tells the story like, right you get something out of it it's not just a bunch of random shit it doesn't matter what type of genre it is. What like that's what Sierra I think goes nuts. But like I will show her videos and I'll be like, listen to this song, and she'll like listen to it. She's like, that's pretty good. I'm like, nope, you gotta watch it again. Listen to the lyrics. Like you actually have to listen to what he's saying and comp like li- like just dis- like disinsect or disinfect disinsect dissect. dissect. There we go. <laughs> dissect his lyrics and really think disinfect. about what he's saying. And that's what I'm doing with this one. This song. Oh yeah, but that country song. That that, that yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, this yeah, song yeah. is. You have to really listen to the lyrics. It's not about. The... We're listening to it on the pod. Yes. Like they're gonna hear it. Yes. Oh, so Richmond. Oh. Is it the Richmond? Yes, Richmond? it is. Yeah. I I figured you'd already seen it. This dude became Dante. I'll tell you a little bit. I heard about it? Yes. A little bit. Ooh, this so guy excited. literally is probably the fastest guy that I've ever seen become popular, in like less than a week. I'm gonna I'm gonna record I'm gonna record you and your reaction. Two hundred and sixty five thousand subscribers. How many likes does this video have? That, this isn't his uh, profile. Oh, not his profile. Holy shit! That's a separate. Oh yeah, dude, it's going. Dude, TikTok, right Instagram, everything. Let's go. I, he dude, went I number so the bad. day his song got released on iTunes. He went number one. Holy shit, dude! It is. Right. It, it's deep. Let's go. But I'm it's like that. it's. Like, I love that. Damn, dude. I'm ready. It's so soulful, bro. I'm ready. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay, so I can sit out here and waste my life away, drag back home and drown my troubles away, it's a damn shame, what the world's gotten to, for people like me, people like you, wish I could just wake up, and it not be true, but it is. All it is, living in the new world With an old soul These rich men north the rich men Lord knows it all Just wanna have total control Wanna know what you think Wanna know what you do And they don't think you know But I know that you do Cause your dollar ain't shit And it's taxed to no end Look out for Sorry, I had to pause it at that point because that is a docket, like the Epstein thing. I wish politicians would look out for minors, not just minors on an island somewhere. Now listen to the rest of it. Listen to this. Minors and 
Not just miners on an island somewhere Lord, we got folks in the street Ain't got nothing to eat And the old beast milking welfare God, if you're five foot three And you're three hundred pounds Taxes ought not to pay For your bags of fudge rounds Young men are putting themselves Six feet in the ground Cause all this damn country does Is keep on kicking them down that part Ooh. right there is the best part of the song. Holy shit. Because of the fact that he, and you know what? He's not calling out Republicans, Democrats. He's saying politicians. That's it. And it's, it, 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 the thing is, what do he say? What I can't Dude, remember. He, he said, he said um, so there's all these people who are starving out there, and yet there are all these people living on welfare, welfare. the obese are living on welfare it's like well if you're obese how do you not have anything to eat how do you not got nothing to eat bro so and that's what he said like ta- I mean, if you're five Ooh. foot three 300 pounds taxes chill. ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds and then it, uh, i really like the part where he's like it's um, like if, if you're fat how the, like uh, uh, i mean straight up like if you're fat you got you got shit to eat you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah you can't be fat without eating and straight up, uh, and straight up, which like as a here's my as thing, a fitness though. guy, like buying bullshit food is way more expensive than buying actual whole food and lasting longer and keeping you full longer and doing all that shit. I, it's hard to it's hard to be like, yo, he this ain't wrong. Amazing man. Milk and welfare. God, if you're five foot three and you're three hundred pounds, taxes ought not to pay for your bags of fudge rounds. Is keep on kicking them down. Lord, it's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is. Living in the new world with an old soul. These rich men know. you do and then i don't think you know but i know that you do because your dollar ain't shit and it's taxed to no end cause the rich men north of rich men I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours for bullshit pay. That song right there, though, like Joe Rogan posted about it. That dude it just went had never been heard of. Nobody knew about him. A week after, like, not even a week after, it's only been a week since this song's been released. Joe Rogan posted about him, like, four days after this release. Like, if he's having that much of an impact, and that's the thing is, like, it's not, he's not calling specific sides out or anything. Like, he's just sitting there saying, like, 
you know what the you know what the problem is in this country are politicians i feel like i i think that's maybe somewhat of what he's saying like it's not one side you have politicians that are having all this money that are just being like you know what we run the world we don't do it like we they do things don't get me wrong but like i don't know it that sounds just fucking there's just so many rabbit holes to everything that goes on and like and like that he's just calling out basic stuff you know what i'm saying like that's 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 a a small percentage of like what's truly going on like do i truly want to know what's going on probably not (laughs) no dude like i don't want to know what's going on like straight up i know there's a bunch of bullshit going on but you know if, if if i can remain happy and if i can remain you know stable and like whatever cool but there's it's just man once you get to that level and know that kind of information and know that kind of secrets and know that kind of stuff how you can manipulate everything from the and they they take it so far that there are there multiple steps ahead of what we can even comprehend well by the time it reaches us like they make millions of stocks yeah. How many politicians make millions off stocks? Oh, oh yeah, the corruption. I mean, it's but like even in politics and any corporate setting and any type of like you know even small businesses like there's always corruption. Oh yeah, which is like, I mean, I I don't know how how good or bad this sounds, but if you know the system, should you play the system? Uh, should you not? Where where does morals come into play? Where does, you know, making, doing what's best for you come into play? Where does selfishness, selflessness, it's a, boy, it's a hard battle between, like, your inner self to really decide, like, I'm going to do this for me or I'm going to do this, not necessarily, like, this won't benefit me as much, but it's going to benefit the people as much. It's hard not, like, and, like, I get that. It's hard not to be like, boy, I can make bank on this or i can like uh, uh, like make myself i can you know put myself in a position to be even more powerful if i don't tell certain people or if i just kind of you know slide it under the rug type thing it's such a battle to have to go through so like i i get corruption to a point like looking at like devil's advocate like i get it to a point but then there's like Man, how many people are you gonna impact? I think it's I think it's more like our like the United States of America, the culture in the United States of America is, is super individualistic. Now and that's not going for just yourself. It's more going for like even if you have a family, you're going to care about your family more than you do the next family. So if you can find a find a way to fucking wormhole something to a point where it sets your family up for the rest of your life and maybe their lives, most likely going to do it. I agree. But yeah. there's other cultures in the world where it's like, hey, if I can set my family up for the rest of their life and, and my life, or can I set my whole village up for the rest of the existence, yes. they'll go with the village. Yes. And that's and it's just America, bro. It's like we're all we're all very individualistic and it's it's not a bad thing. It's literally what's been instilled into us from okay, America's the best country in the world. Okay. I mean, yes, we might be, but I I can't believe that cuz I haven't been to the other fucking countries. So, so I'm going to I'm going to interrupt sure. you for a second because we did a case study in college. 
And it really opened my eyes to things because everybody says, oh, America's the best. America's the best. Yeah, look, that's where we live. We get it. I get it. America's the best. Okay, but America is ranked at the bottom half of this ranking, like something education. America's ranked at the bottom half of this type of ranking. And it's like one of, or like one of the most, like some of the most important things. It was a TED Talk that we had to watch and do a case, like a study on. And it was like, what's a like top, some of the most important things we were ranked at the bottom half. Yeah. And it's like, I think our, I don't want to say government, but like our freedom is what makes us one of the best countries. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Freedom isn't free all the time, man. One of the best things I ever learned in my entire life. Nothing is free freedom isn't free how many people have died for our freedom that's not free exactly like and it's no different than like oh you like oh i'll be honest i'll say it all right hey how many times did i say you get a free t-shirt when you play the roughnecks volleyball tournament every single person paid for their t-shirt it's included in your cost that's how it works nothing's free and it's no different than somebody being like hey man I'll give you this for free. How many times have you got something from somebody for free or heard a story of like they got this something for free and then like two months later like, hey man, can you help me out with this? And you're like, ah, I'm sorry, I'm busy today. Man, remember when I gave you that thing the other like two months ago? It's not free. They expect, everybody expects something in return. We've done it to other people. We've been on the other side of it. It, Nothing's free. But it's like, it's a matter of how much you want to gain from it too though. Like, you know yes. what I mean? Like, the volleyball tournament, like, like yeah, we took into consideration what the t-shirt cost would be for the, you know, the entry fee, but, like, we could have gone a lot higher for the entry fee to oh, make 100%. more money selfishly. Like, exactly. You know, exactly. Exactly. Like, you know how many like, people had told me that, that it was too cheap? Jacob, yeah, Jacob exactly. who runs the tournament, he was like, you're too cheap. Like, we weren't, we weren't there to make money off of it. Like, exactly. we, we could have been there to make money off of it. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? We could have pocketed a whole bunch, but, like, no. Like, that's why the cost was so cheap, because that's not, that's not what was the priority here. Like, exactly. making money wasn't the priority. Was like, we're not here to scam together. people. My whole goal of to, the yeah, day. Exactly. We're here to, we're here to bring our, people. I think our whole goal of the day was just to be like, hey, I want people to come out, have fun. And just enjoy the day. I'm just, I like, we were just going to put on an event for you guys to bring people in and have fun. Like, that's the goal. It's not, yeah. Because the the other stuff happens. If you you make the environment, if you make things exciting, if you make people like enjoy what they're doing, the rest of it just happens on its own. You don't have to force it. I, I haven't, I still have yet to do the breakdown of like what money I made. I know I made money. I know for a fact that I made money. Which you should have, dude. Like, that, okay. You put, you put a, on the entire as event. A, yeah. As a business, yeah. like, yeah. like you should make money off I, of I, like I did Which at a very early stage. Respect. I did at a very early stage. Like, how many teams do I have to get to to get to break, to even. break even? Like, yeah. we all have, everybody, if you're running a business, no matter what type of business it is, it's like, what do I have to get to to break even? Like, exactly. If you're not doing that, more than likely you're going to end up going under. Yeah, like, you're it's bankrupt, buddy. And then, <laughs> and then, like the opposite of that, if you like, even if you don't break even, it's like, wow, man, I, like how much exposure did I just get? Oh man, exactly. And and like what I was saying earlier, that's like what I wanted to touch on um, 
like one of the things i wrote down for this episode was like the viewership i know you guys were talking about like the viewerships and the and the uh q a it's like i get this a lot like with with my business is you know i'll post something and um i'll get like 20 likes but i hear people saying hey i saw your post hey i saw your post hey i saw your post hey i did this they're not necessarily liking it or well, sharing it or i'm whatever. one of those people yeah they're not they're not necessarily i didn't like everyone is in your single one of your rants i guarantee it right i, I know i probably did but guess what but, i asked you to come do on the podcast your rants but guess what people are looking at it people see it people see that and then, then when they see it guess what they're gonna go tell their friends or like like i'll post a transformation to one of my clients and then i get hit up by a couple people i'm like yo where you been you haven't liked any of my stuff but they came in because they see it they're not necessarily liking it so the engagement per se the numbers per se aren't there but the true viewership and the true like um feeling behind it and the momentum behind it it's there like so you can't get caught up necessarily in the numbers and then if you go and help one person guess what like like because i know what you said on the last one was like we can have you know all these views and if, and if i help one person it's a success and if one person takes a success they go tell another friend hey i did this because of this person then their friend now says hey this person did this because of this person and the, the spider web just starts and it becomes and that's that's how things grow so exactly. everyone get everyone gets so caught up especially like st- like startups and things and and they get so discouraged because they're not getting the viewership they're not getting you necessarily like the payouts or or whatever it may be but at the end of the day dude the momentum's building in the background you may not even know about and then it's just going to start slowly coming in and like our old business name was um resurgence barbell is is what we had and i every single client i had i give them free t-shirts like dude just just wear it is all i want you to do exactly and then i hear people say like hey i saw someone wearing a t-shirt at like kroger the other day I'm like boom there's one mm-hmm. how many other people saw that so now when i post something they see resurgence barbell like oh i remember seeing that shirt in there oh they must be doing this well and it, it just, too, with that like it, it just with that thing, it, bro. it could be like hey i saw somebody wearing your shirt they may not be a client, but they may be talking to someone at a, a get-together or a family outing, whatever. You may be talking to somebody, and they're like, yeah, I'm looking for a trainer. Like, oh, hey, they saw that shirt. It made that click in their mind. They recommend you. It, it, um, so Logap, the band, when they were on, they described it like their music and stuff. They were talking about kind of like you said spiderwebs. They described it as a family tree. Yeah. With how oh, yeah. the family tree just keeps going. Because you have that one person that might tell that person that might tell that person. And I was like, holy crap. Like when you really think about it, is the word of mouth is a family tree. Like a word of mouth is in our business, like what I do with work, we don't market. 90 percent of our jobs are based on word of mouth the best type of marketing is word of mouth one uh, as a for a company especially but one you get firsthand experience like you have somebody that probably had it or even if they told an, uh, another person that told another person they heard firsthand like what it was like see word of mouth is the best marketing 
there is. And it's free. You don't have to do anything for it. Like, I've been searching for a podcast that just talks about, like, advertising, initial startup business, like, startups. Anything startup. Because I think that's where a lot of You need to listen to RealAF. Oh, yeah? Have you not? What's it called? I think I got one for you, too. Real AF. It's Andy Frisella, the guy that started First Form. He Mm -hmm. does the 75 hard. Listen to it. You might not. Well, actually, his Cruise the Internet ones, his, he calls them CTI. He does a lot of those lately, but um, the one, like, he talks about a lot of business, and especially for you being a fitness type, like, trying to start that side of business, it you relate to a lot of it. And he talks about, like, he goes in depth sometimes a lot about the things that, like, he, he's like, dude, I remember, like, my sales being absolute shit and all this stuff and going in about, like, things he used to do to make it better but real af it's one of the top podcasts in the podcasting but like it, because i think that's where a lot of people get discouraged like you know i want to start my own business i want to do this and then you know the the thing that everybody always has if they want to start their own business they have the idea they have the passion they have like like this is what i'm passionate about i want to pursue this and then it's like okay what are all the back-end systems that i need to pursue this and they're like oh i gotta file for you know, an LLC, I got to do the EIN, I got to, you know, do monthly sales tax, I got to do all this, and that's where people are just like, fuck it. And, and it's like getting beyond that point, once you get beyond the back-end systems, because your idea is going to still stay there, you can't really expand much on your idea until you got shit organized on the back-end. Like, that, it's, like, that's the biggest, that's been the biggest challenge for us, is understand especially Brittany being in, in a spot where she was able to leave her job and do our business full time right it's like all right what does that look like yeah. what kind of taxes do i gotta file on that now right like where does that money have to come to now does like every time someone pays her does that gotta go to the business and then when the business so now does the business have to pay her directly and then since it's part of the business and she's like technically like a co-founder of it well, how much can we write off to it? Like, what are, like, man, there's so much to I it bet. that, and, like, all of that has nothing to do with what we're passionate about. Right. It's just, That's just back-end shit. And, and you have to keep the passion in the background knowing that, dude, you got to go through some of the, the finer details, and that's where having the connections is huge. Oh, yeah. And, and that podcast that I just showed you, uh, it's, it's called How I Built This with Guy Raz. It, he pretty much interviews every every like every person who's who has started their own business and they um they start from they start from the beginning of how they build it and how they got to the spot that they are today so it might not be it might not be fitness related directly but they literally talk from hey i started in my garage and now i'm a multi-billion dollar company and they tell you how they got there so that's yeah my my oh, manager at work yeah. actually suggested this to me, so because she knew I was uh starting like sweaty and all that shit, and I told her about the podcast with Roughnecks. I told her about Roughnecks, all that, and she listens to the Roughnecks podcast. Um, she was like, "You should listen to this podcast. It, like, it'll 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 make you think a lot about all the business aspects of anything you're trying to start, especially if it's just three guys." Cole starting it on his own, but if it's just three guys trying to build something to a point where it's, we want, dude, Cole, you want to be known globally, right? Uh, 
Yes, no, but yes. That's exactly. The like, <laughs> the, of the, course. I want to be able to go to Walmart, all right? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, exactly. But I'm just saying, like, to the point to build a business up to that point to being known globally or just making actually money to the point where you can quit your job off of it, it has to be a business. There's no way you can just sit down with a bunch of friends every Saturday, every Friday, record some shit, and it's just like, eh, we'll post it, but we're not doing anything on the back end to market it, to make sure that we have a LLC or something that will protect us for having this name, this logo, all of that. Dude. Like, dude, there's a lot that goes into having a business, or someone will just come in when you build an idea. They'll come in right from under you like, oh, I have more money than you. I'll take this right from you. You didn't copyright it. It's mine now. Okay. And that's where people give up is that back end stuff. Exactly. Oh, this, or they, they just get, they get. We would have bucks. zero views if it wasn't for the back end stuff. Like, exactly. And if it wasn't for you reposting things, you reposting things. Like, it, it's similar. Like, it, it sucks. I hate doing the back end stuff. Like, everybody hates doing it. I hate going through making clips and making social media, but like I, I, I love that shit, dude. I love it, but I, when you do so many of them after a while, you're like, that's where your connections come to play, buddy. Buddy, I'm telling you right, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, well, I no, love one, clips, man. The one thing that's tough is like, especially since I've listened to so many episodes and I've had like, I rank like I don't rank them, but like I know a good episode what? from a bad episode. It's one eighty, what one eighty, what. This is 186. 186, bro. Yeah, that's... Well, technically, this is 185. I'm recording 186 tomorrow. This is number 186. Well, no, I'm just saying. Like, it's just... That's... Dude, 100 and... Just listen to this, Cole. 186 episodes that you've talked on this podcast. Dude, do you understand how many times that I've wanted to quit this podcast? Oh, I can't imagine, bro. You know how many times also Sierra said that exact thing to me? Where I've literally been sitting there, and I'm like, I feel like I should just, like, because I, I get caught up in the views. This is stupid, bro. Like, what, what am I doing? I'm wasting okay. my time doing yeah. this shit. I do the same thing, dude. But yeah, you get caught up in the views. You get caught up in it. Stop right there. Yes. Yeah. And Sierra looks at me and goes, do you love recording? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, every time I record. Dude, like, this is a great I love, I love it. This shit. And she's like, then why are you going to quit? And I'm like, because, like, no one listens. And she's like, how many people listen? And I'll tell her. And she'd be like, that many people still listen to every single time. <laughs> and she's like, you've told me before. She's like, I know for a fact that you will upload an episode and within an hour. Yeah, it may not be the number you want, but you have X amount of views. You still have that many people that are listening to you, like looking forward to your episode coming out. And I'm like, I hate that you're right. <laughs> like it's like you you know you are right like you look at that and it like that's what it, that's what takes me back to as long as i help one person i don't care how many people like listen as long as like there is people out there that are listening to this podcast that look forward to the episodes coming out and I, why why should i quit i'm not doing like don't get me wrong this podcast helps me like we talked about in reno's rants 13 the duo this podcast, I was a very shy person. You knew me in high school. I wasn't the person that would just like talk to anybody. I've, I've talked about this multiple times on this podcast. Yeah, I like, would have I never go, expected it. I never went and just talked to people. The connections that I've been able to build through this podcast and help 
other people build connections. There's been people that I've talked to that they'll talk about something and I'm like, hey, like, I might know somebody that can, I've, I've hooked people up and I'm not taking credit for it. It's just one of those things that you do feel good about yourself because you're like, I did kind of, I helped two other people. Hell yeah. It didn't help me at all. Hell yeah. Oh, like, it didn't help me at all. It's okay to, and like, that's what, like, I, I think people almost feel too, they're, they're too selfless. They're like, you know, no, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't do that. Like, that was on their own. I didn't help them. Like, bro, it's okay sometimes to give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah. It's okay to be like, damn, like, like, I, like, man, well, I, I, I did, I that. Good. I I did that. that. I did that. How many times? With your, with your client transformations with your client transformations that wouldn't have been possible without their work oh yeah but you essentially just pointed them in the right direction yeah. not to downgrade anything you do but like that's essential you just tell them what to do and they do it but it's not possible without them so like you can kind of get in that same mindset of like ah, i didn't do anything i just kind of told them some things and that's- you just did it that's literally what I tell. It's in like our welcome packet that we send people. Like, we are not here to do this for you. Like, we know what the map is. We know what the map is. If you follow this, you are going to see results guaranteed. It is up to you to do it. And and it's also up to you to, you know, build the direction on what you want to go. We have the map, but, like, build your own direction. Like, you know what I'm saying? It, it's like if if you want to take it and you think it's just this almighty magic thing that's going to just um, immediately transform you that ain't that, that's not what we do and quite honestly you're not someone for me like if you're if like and I feel bad even taking your money if if you're going to pay me to do this you're you're I'm also like you paying me is also me giving myself to you. Like, it, like you paying me is your commitment to me, and then your payment to me is also my commitment to you. And I guarantee my commitment to you is always going to be there. You need to commit to me now. You need to trust what I'm saying. You need to follow what I'm doing. If you're not following what I'm doing, I can't help you, dude. And the and the thing about training, man, is like. I, I, I mean, Jake, Jake is pretty much my like personal trainer, my coach and Jake has it, dude, I could show you guys a video from a year ago. Um, August 15th, I took a Snapchat video of me. I said day one on it, dude. And I am super small, smaller than I've ever been in my entire life. And I looked at this video the other day and I'm just like, holy shit, dude. And we're, I'm going to take a transformation video um, tomorrow, actually, um, in Apex. Um, just of me, of, of what I look like now. It, and Damn, yes, you look good, bro. And I appreciate you. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, nah, you still small. It's not, it's not. I'm just kidding. It's not. Woo, you, can't, you can't wake up every morning and like, hey, I'm going to skip the fucking gym. And then I'm going to naturally get bigger. No, you have to show up every single day. You have to put in that work. You have to suffer every single day. Yes, it fucking sucks. I'm sorry. Lifting is fun, but when you hit your PR, yes, it's fun, but it sucks mid-squat. If you're down at the bottom and you're hitting your PR, standing up is not fun. And I'll tell you that right now. Nobody nobody that squats heavy is going to tell you that it's fun 
to stand up on a max squat, but you have to do it to make that progress. And that's, that's what I've learned, man. It's like waking up early as fuck and literally getting to it as hard as you possibly can. Literally make yourself almost cry, make yourself almost throw up. I throw up almost every single leg day, and that's just me. That is me. That is literally me. I, I throw up every leg day. I don't know why. Maybe it's because my legs are small and I just go <laughs> extremely hard. Yes, I throw up every single leg day, but that is because I love this shit, and I'm trying to make myself a better person than I am now, and I'm trying to continue to build on what I built in high school, what I built in college with lifting. I am trying to continue to better myself to the point, and I know it's funny. <laughs> yeah, no, like, so from high school, like, I lifted pretty hard. Cole was the reason that I lifted hard in high school. I wasn't really super dedicated. Cole made me dedicated. In college, I started to see results to the point where, like, my max bench, okay, this might not be, like, crazy to everybody else who's listening to this. But to my you, max, it is. Yeah, to me, my max bench, my max bench in college, two thirty-five. I got that shit for two. Boom! And I was, I was hype, dude. I was like, I was fucking hype. I was like, holy shit, dude. I'm fucking jock. But then, I mean, nowadays, I can't, I can't. Definitely, right now, I could not do two thirty-five for two. Just letting y'all know. But I'm just saying, I fell off for a little bit. That's but, your goal. Yeah, exactly. To the point now, it's been about a year that I've been lifting consistently, and I feel fantastic if you see the results i'll post them on my snapchat story for everyone listening like i'm telling you right now it's all it takes is showing up if you get yourself to the gym you're going to lift it's literally that small fucking portion of your morning of actually getting yourself to the gym if you can drive to the gym and once you show up there you're gonna lift it's that's all it is you just have to get yourself to the gym you're not going to get to the gym and then go home what the fuck is the point of that you have to get yourself there and do it that's it that is literally it, it. the hardest part about everything is uh, one getting to the gym exactly and number two is everybody wants to take such a drastic change yeah when they're like i want to get in shape it's like they they want to jump to the craziest Put me on the craziest workout. Put me on the craziest diets. Like immediately, bro, you're gonna get burnout. It ain't gonna work. That's not sustainable. Let's start with baby steps. Let, like, let's do small adjustments. Adjustments first. Exactly. Okay. How about you take a couple? You know, how about you take a multivitamin in the morning? How about you take, you know, a drink a gallon of water every day? How much sleep are you getting? Like, let's start there first. Okay, the gym and that kind of stuff and your macros and the actual specific workouts. That that comes with this. We, we're not going to do any of that shit until you figure out some sustainable, non-negotiable habits that you need to establish first. That's step one, bro. Dude, like, hold on. Time out. Everything you guys both just said, <laughs> you said it all fitness. That's life. That's that not life. just fitness. Oh, yeah. That's life. Number one, it's your job. It's your family. Step one is just showing up. Right. Like, that's all it is. You just got to start. You just got to get there. And sometimes you got to fake it, man. Sometimes you have to you have to fake your enthusiasm. There's a lot of people that go back and forth you with this. Fake that. We always had a thing in college. Sometimes the afternoon practices after classes all day. No one wanted to be there. They're tired. They're, they're really bored. They're, they just want to go take a nap, play video games, whatever. 
I had a senior when I was a freshman. He always said, fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Fake your energy because like it, it's it, when you go into practice with the fake energy, you're like, oh, man, I'm so excited to be here. All of a sudden, by the end of practice, you're like, man, I, I was excited to be here. Yeah. Like I just didn't know it. You, you just have to fake it till you make it. You will make it. No one's excited that it became something that he was so excited to do. He didn't even think about it. Anymore. It became second nature. Or or cold plunges, dude. Ice baths. You still suck at them. No, I know. I know <laughs> I suck at them. It's dude, I'm telling you right now, every Hold on, like, I want Reno's opinion on ice baths. Have you do you do ice baths at all anymore? Now I no. I would love to. No, don't Reno's, get me wrong. Reno's going to be a guy sweaty. I was going to say he's, you he's have to bring Reno after on every sweaty. single after every single practice. At, like I would ice bath all the time. All I loved the time. them. I love them. Yeah. Like not necessarily like the initial get in. Like, yes. awful, oh, that's awful, that's terrible. <laughs> but like once I got out, I felt so much better, dude. Because I just be, just be getting beat down and beat down and beat down. My legs would just be hurting so bad. Like everything on me would just always hurt. And I'm like, that's just like, I gotta, I, like, what's gonna make me feel better? I don't care what it is, I'm gonna do it. Like, it, okay, you want me to get in this giant tub of ice? <laughs> Deal. <laughs> that's like, crazy. if that's if that's what it takes to make me feel better, I'm gonna get in that fucking ice bath. Dude, my first, my first ice bath, freshman year of college, bro. Or no, it wasn't my first ice bath ever. I took ice baths in high school too, but I was still a pussy. Um, Sorry. <laughs> I literally, dude. I took my first ice bath in college. It was like the first day of camp. We just did our fucking conditioning test. We just did all of that shit. Like, I'm dead. I get in the ice bath. Fucking a minute, 30 seconds, bro. I'm hyperventilating. I'm like, <laughs> and I get out. It was like two minutes, and I never got in another ice bath. <laughs> I never got. Have <laughs> you had one of these yet? I've had them before. I haven't had one tonight. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got my first ice bath um, in college. I got out super soon. But nowadays, I'm, dude, I'm taking ice baths every weekend for no actual reason other than it sucks. That feels so good, man. They but, do feel good. But, like, like the thing that's that doesn't make sense to me, I and I haven't done, like, I don't know the research and the... Um, seriousness behind all this stuff is people are like oh, i get in for like two minutes like when i was in college dude i was ice bathing for like 12 minutes 12 oh i only do five right now our trainers like, told us 10 there. minutes max yeah we all oh, minutes max fuck i gotta read but we had then, the world tubs oh, yeah man. we had we had those too and but i would contrast like before practice i would get in ice hot ice hot ice hot and then go out to practice and after practice i just ice that's a D1 budget right there. They were, oh my, wait a second. I told That's you, I, I put three of them in the fridge. Uh, right. <laughs> so you still got this. <laughs> Hold Where is it going from here? I put three of them in the fridge. Party pop. But no, man, it's just, I don't know. It's like at the end of the day, it's just everything, everything does suck if you don't want to do it. I, like if it's, it does suck, but you have to do it to, I feel like ice baths in general make you mentally stronger, and they're very beneficial for your health, 
And that's why, like, Jake and I do them every single weekend. Um, I wouldn't say every single weekend, but most weekends we do them. And we are going to have Reno as a guest at some point. Because, Cole, Cole, you were a guest. I got to see it. Hey, you no, thought no, I no. got You guys thought I handled it, too. You'd be down for you you Reno. Be cool with that? Yeah. You were vice versa, bro. Like, come on. Come on. Come on. Dude, my work's going everywhere right now. Okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, we could come to you. Work out, work out your home gym, and then we we'll figure out the ice baths after the workout too. Well, I saw somebody who bought like a trash can, and then they uh, freeze a whole bunch of uh, water bottles, and just threw that shit in there, and just filled up the. That's I'm smart. Like, That's so smart. Damn, I we spend like fifty dollars <laughs> on ice every weekend, bro. Just freeze water bottles. Just throw that shit in there. That's what. Hey, hey Jake, what you hey, no, literally, what you should do potentially is maybe one of you guys. Get like a small deep freezer, ice trays, fill bags like Ziploc bags, and just keep throwing True. them in the deep freezer. Like you don't have to buy a big deep freezer; just keep throwing, like literally use the price and just keep throwing them in Ziploc bags. And then eventually, you guys will like it won't be able to keep up at the beginning, but like eventually, you guys will have enough to oh, just keep them. smart. I mean, ice trays are probably pretty like not they're not that expensive, right? Oh hell no, they're like. What two dollars? Probably you can uh, probably go buy them a freaking Dollar Tree or Dollar General dude, the dude. ice trays, and then you just gotta go Ziploc bags. Dude, I've never bought get the good. I've, get I've the good Ziploc bags. Like get Ziploc brand though, like with oh, bags though. We need Ziploc. Yeah, like I feel like the other ones won't last in the freezer as well. Okay, so zip Ziploc bags, Dollar General ice trays. <laughs> we're, yeah, we're doing this. Doing this shit. We got twelve ice cubes per tray. We're going to fucking do 57 ice trays, <laughs> and we're going to freeze them. People are going to come to your house or your apartment and open up the freezer be like, why do you have 27 ice trays? Don't worry about it, all right? Why do you Just have don't worry so about it? What are you doing? Good ass idea, though. For real. All right. All right. Last question of the night, and we're going to make it somewhat quick because we've been recording for a very long time. I love it, though. We're definitely going to have to do this one again. Dude. We should make this. We just have to. Beer. We just no. The problem is, is Reno. <laughs> <laughs> Reno has. Remember, we talked about this. Res- this Reno has responsibilities. <laughs> um, my last question of the night is: if you could be anything, like not anything, but if you could be one or the other, which would it be? Superhero or super villain? Reno, you got to kick it off. Whoa. Superhero or super villain? I mean, the villain definitely sounds more exciting. Yeah, I agree. But, but if you look at here's the only thing I'm going to say: if you look at superhero movies like Marvel and all that stuff, the villain never wins. Do you, do you mean, think? Do you think? But he never dies either. Do you think Hancock is a villain? Sierra knows. I don't know. I th- I feel like Hancock might be a villain. Dude, but superhero comes with so much responsibility. It like, does. You know for that? I don't know. If some shit goes down, it's like they're looking at you. You ready? Like super villain. But if you're, you're a villain, like... if the shit goes down, that's because of you. Right. Like you, you're the man. like as the villain, you get to determine when shit goes down. <laughs> yeah. You literally get to determine your schedule. You're like, you know what? Today I'm gonna fuck shit up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got Oh, a super villain, man! I think, I think super villain might be, might be the move. Okay. Tom, what are you going with? 
Um, but like, I don't want to kill people. You know, you know. You don't have to be. Right, a, right. You don't have to kill people to be a super okay. villain. I, I don't be like a like a horrible super no. villain. I just want to be one with like, ah, god damn, this guy again. Yeah, like what? What's this guy doing? He's yeah. fucking shit up. Why he just, cloudy why, today? Why did he close the roads today? God damn it! I'm okay with that. I'm okay with um, that. I would say if I had to be a superhero or super villain, I'd probably side with the superhero. Um, I just I don't know. I think I enjoy people like even in, like the com- current position of my job. I enjoy people kind of like looking up to me to an aspect of like, hey. He knows, or hey, that's the man. So I would say you're the man, bro. Exactly, like superhero. I I think that is super super fire. If I'm a superhero, I'm super fire, and my superpower would be super strength because I'm fucking jocked, buddy. What's up? You say jock? 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 Not not Jack. Jock. (laughs) Jock, oh, what's the difference? What um, is the difference? I, I just watched the Pat McAfee show. They say Jock instead of Jack, <laughs> so I kind of stole it from them. They just say, "Hey, man's man is prompt. He's properly jocked. Properly jocked, buddy." Okay, All right, we'll roll with it. You know, <laughs> hey, hey, man, you're jocked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Actually, <laughs> go against you, Dante. I'm going to go with Reno's with the super villain because the things I said, like, you do get to make your own schedule. You're like, eh, nobody's looking up to me. I don't have to. I don't, I'm don't. i not the person that has to save the day. I'm the person that's just going to be like, eh, fuck you. <laughs> Which. But, but, like, I always feel like someone's going to be watching me, though. Yeah. Always, well, someone's always, always watching us. Watching. <laughs> someone's always going to try to be, or someone's always going to be, like, trying to get me. Hey. Yeah. Y'all put y'all put the little Dante Fair logo in the sky. I'm fucking swooping in. The whole five beer logo. Capturing oh, both of y'all. Oh, put shit. the Rubnecks logo in the sky. I'm coming in. I'm landing. Oh god, Slightly. this guy's this guy's job. <laughs> We're screwed, baby. Cut this one off. It's been a great time. I appreciate you guys. Um we do have promo codes for you guys now. So Dante has, I forget what your promo code is. I forget what I told you what it is. I don't remember if it's Dante. I think it's Dante. You, you made me a promo code? When yeah, you, you have a promo this? code. I, th- I thought I texted it in the group. Yeah, you definitely. I got one. For Don- sure. uh, Reno's is what? Ranting? Reno. 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 Yeah, so it's Reno <laughs> and Dante. It's got to be Dante. Yeah, it's Dante. So Reno and Dante, we'll look it up after this episode. I can look it up. Um, hey, cut that cut that yeah cut that it, i'll I'll post the right thing but uh we might have a little competition coming up see who can get more oh yeah and uh but yeah they got promo codes on the website if you want their promo codes just shoot them a message on instagram and oh, you can get shit. the promo codes yeah you definitely did send that august 4th holy shit <laughs> what are they what are they holy fucking shit it's dante and reno like, okay dante Reno. Restart. <laughs> Holy shit. Dante and Reno both have promo codes. It is Dante for Dante, obviously, and so, Reno and Re- for Reno. So we might have a competition coming up, so maybe save your purchase. We'll we'll, we'll post a little competition between the two and mm. see who gets more, and maybe we'll have a prize for the winner. But oh my. Be, look, be on the lookout, too, for this fantasy thing, because the consequence i will be taking pictures of the loser driving around with the license plate banner saying <laughs> i suck at fantasy 
even if it's me. But Reno, thank you for coming on a hold my beer. Of course, thank Brittany, you. Thank, thank you, you for letting Reno come on a hold my beer. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's been a great time. So until Monday, you guys know the deal. Life is hard. It's gonna knock you down just like a bull does to a bull rider. Don't let that bull of life walk all over you. Get up, grab the bull by the horns, and take control of your life. Roughnecks out. Thank you guys for tuning in to another drinking episode of the Roughnecks podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed Hold My Beer episode today. I wanted to tell you guys the best way to find the Roughnecks podcast. You can go over to Instagram at Roughnecks podcast, TikTok at Roughnecks podcast, and Facebook where you can find the Roughnecks podcast there. That is where we post all of our social content. If you want to get in touch with us, just message us on social media or email us at info at roughneckspodcast.com. Be sure to get on the website, subscribe to the newsletter, and submit your questions for Q&A Fridays. But until next time, you guys know the deal. Life is hard and is going to knock you down just like a bull does to a bull rider. Don't let that bull of life walk all over you. Get up, grab a bull by the horns, and take control of your life. Roughnecks, out.